Welcome, everybody, to episode 227 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today's episode is going to be on Cod Blops 3, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Eric and Will, um, every year, I guess, say they're not going to get it, but... Eric had played the beta. We talked about this before, obviously, but Eric had played the beta for for Call of Duty Black Ops Three and, and actually enjoyed it. So, uh, decided it was going to be a buy for him and yeah. Will. I hated the beta, but Eric talked me into no, it. No, Eric did not talk you into it. Eric, Johnny, and Tommy talked you into it. Yes. So I ended up buying it to play zombies, and which yeah. we've done once <laughs> for like five minutes. Yeah. So mm. putting in the time on Blops Three. Part of it too is. Uh, for the good of the pod, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. it's always one of the biggest releases every year. So, uh, we feel like we should cover it in a lot of cases. So yeah. Right. right fellas. That's right, Dan. <laughs> that's the justification. So that's going to be our, that's what I always <laughs> use at least. <laughs> so that's going to be our main topic for, for this week. Uh, anyone have anything you want to tease? Um, I wanted to talk about, um, Forza Horizon two a little bit. I finally bought that. I've had my eye on it since it came out mm-hmm. and, uh, it was on sale for the, um, Xbox One store, Black Friday sales. Nice. So I finally bought that. I mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that. And more Fallout, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking more Fallout later. Will? I played a little game known as Overwatch. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot. I actually had forgotten that I played it a little bit over the weekend, so I didn't really take any notes. So this is going to be off the cuff. That's so right. It'll be fun. It's better that way. <laughs> to see how I can come up with it. But okay. uh, yeah, I played that. Uh, and like some heroes here and there. I have a little mm-hmm. bit of a gripe with Heroes of the Storm right now. Okay. So we'll get into that. Sounds good. Corey, do you have anything you want to tease? Negative. Nothing. Nah, nothing. Okay. I'll be talking a little bit about Yoshi's Woolly World later on during what I played. So, uh, do I need to buy I'll, it? Well, I'll explain. I'll explain. No, you can just borrow mine. Okay. When the time comes, but that's what I'm going to be talking about. All right. Let's get into Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Um, I guess we should probably start with the multiplayer, since if people are tuning in for the first time. Start with the multiplayer, we'll start, huh? with, we'll start right off with the multiplayer, because that's probably what they want to hear about. <clears throat> so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't put too awful much time into the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did play was Domination, because that's the one that I enjoy, yeah. and the one I'm usually good at. I'm not good at Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I get my ass kicked real bad. Mm. Yeah. I've only had a couple games where I where I did well. But um, some of the stuff that I like about the multiplayer, uh, I do still, for the most part, have a good time when I'm playing, even if I'm not doing well. I like the, uh, the specialists idea. Um, as far as I know, there's nine specialists, unless there's more that you unlock when you prestige or something. Um, and the thing with the specialists is they all have, like, a different look to them. And they all, like, one of them is Outrider, who's kind of like a stealthy-looking character. who's kind of got that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all have two abilities that you can unlock. Um, and I really like that. I think it's it's just kind of a neat thing that they did to change up the multiplayer a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've been using, um, who is it? Battery. Battery. It's a female character, and I use War Machine with her. It's like this big, I think it's like a rocket launcher. Or grenade launcher or something like that. But what it does is it kind of explodes all over the place. Unless you <coughs> unless you hit them dead on, then that's just one hit, one kill. Mm. Otherwise, it's like a bunch of mini grenades or something like that. But that's really the only one I've had any luck with. Um, I did take a, a couple notes on just a few of them just so you could get an idea of what kind of abilities they had. Um, 
Outrider, like I said, is a stealthier character. She uses Vision Pulse that reveals all the enemies within a certain range. Or you can use Sparrow, which is a compound bow that explodes enemies on impact. Sparrow's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, Vision Pulse is very helpful if you're good at the game because you know where people are. But if you're like me... Then you can go kill them. Yeah, if you're like me, you're just going to run there and get killed anyway. Gotcha. Um, Prophet is another one. Um, Prophet has Tempest, which is an electric charge gun. You actually have to charge it up, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, but it sends like an electric shock through your enemies and it chains to other enemies in the area. Um, or he has glitch, which allows him to flash back to a previous position uh-huh. while everything else stays the same. Um, I used Tempest, which was the electric shotgun. It was pretty cool once I got the hang of it. It was kind of a bitch because you have to charge it up and yeah. as you know, Call of Duty is like fast, snap yeah. of a finger fast. So, uh, that one was kind of tough for me. I didn't use glitch. Um... But yeah, like I said, for the most part, I've been using battery. It's kind of uh, like near future yeah. technology-wise, right? Yeah, like yeah. Maybe twenty twenty-five. Do you know what year like it, everything's supposed to take place? I do place? not. No. Near future. Yeah, near yeah. future stuff. Um, but I really like that. What did you think of the specialists, Will? They're actually pretty cool. I like that they added that because it adds a little bit more to the mm-hmm. multiplayer, like an extra layer to it. Yeah, uh, more unlockables too. Yeah, exactly. Because um, a lot of people complain about how the Call of Duty formula is pretty stale. Uh, this is a, a little bit, a little something that they could throw in to make it a little, little bit different. It's one of the reasons that I enjoyed the beta so much is mm-hmm. because you know the changes like that that brought a little more customization to it. And the differences in the characters. And I, I think a lot of the abilities are really cool yeah, and useful. They are. Because when I when I play matches, I don't tend to see, like, you know, four people on a team using the same one, which is a good thing. Yeah. Which There's means it's, it's kind of balanced, you know right. what I mean? So that's a, that's a pretty cool feature that they added. Um, Let's see. What else? Wall running yeah. and rocket pack boosters or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Thrusters. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like the mix of Call of Duty and Titanfall. Titanfall. Um, Halo kind of has that now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Halo yeah. does have that. Maybe doesn't not the, the wall running. Not the wall running, but the climbing up and, and jetpacking yeah, yeah, and stuff. The, um, the wall running is kind of <laughs> cool. I, I am just starting to get the hang of it. It's definitely a different, like when I first started playing Titanfall, uh-huh. I just was, I was on the ground all the time because yeah. like, that's how I'd play so those games to. before. Yeah, exactly. It takes a while to get used to that and yeah. use that to your, to your advantage. Riz in the chat said uh, Black Ops 3 is in 2065, 40 years after oh. the events of Black Ops 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it so it's, it's kind of future. It's yeah. in the future. Right. Cool. Um, Thanks, Riz. But the wall running is a bitch, and I, I cannot, for the life of me, shoot somebody when I'm running on a wall. <laughs> oh, it's really hard. Yeah. One thing I don't like is that if you're running on a wall and somebody else is running the same wall but towards you, if you run into each other, you both just fall off and die. You die? Yeah. You know, just fall. It depends where the wall is. Right. But if there's nothing below the wall, oh. which a, a lot, lot of, of them, the it's designed that way. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's, they kind of designed it, like, to use the walls on the outside of the map to, as another route. Yeah. You know, the less traveled, I yeah. guess. Um, and a couple times I died because I would run into somebody from the other <laughs> team as we're running past each other. Mm-hmm. That's kind of stupid. Just yeah. let us go through each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think it's pretty cool. I like I like running on the walls. It's fun. Yeah, as Eric said, it's really hard to try and gun somebody down while you're wall running, especially for somebody like me who's not very accurate to begin with. And I don't 
I'm not going to put the amount of time in it to like master yeah. that kind of thing. So it's it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. I I would just kind of use that to escape. I couldn't I couldn't shoot someone when I was mm-hmm. not doing that either. Yeah. So. Um. In in Titanfall, I should say. Yeah. So that's a little bit about the specialists. Um. It's still got the thing where you have a certain number of points for your loadout, so you can use you know two tactical grenades. Mm-hmm. Uh. I actually, what I do is I don't use a secondary weapon because I never use it anyway. You die so fast, like, you don't even need it. Right? Yeah. So I don't use it. So I have an extra slot open. Um, I think I'm using the extra slot so I can have two perk twos. I don't remember what they were, but that's what I'm doing. So you have, I like that you have, like, a certain number of points that you can use for your yeah. loadout. Yeah. And like, you can mix and match and stuff like that. That's kind of neat. Um, they've been doing that for a while, right? I think they implemented that in Black Ops 2. Okay. I feel like. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Some of the other modes. Arena mode. Do you know if that's new? Arena mode is uh, apparently for, like, highly competitive matches. Uh, I mean, I skipped the last Call of Duty, so okay. I'm not sure exactly what uh, is new and old. Okay. Well, arena modes in there, uh, from what I could tell, it's highly competitive matches and I certainly was not about to jump into any of those. <laughs> so I didn't touch that. Uh-huh. Um, free run was kind of interesting. It's like a training course kind of thing. Like, um, Oh yeah. Mirror's yeah. edgy. Okay. Yep. I guess. I remember seeing a video for that. I only did the first map, which is the easiest one. I just wanted to try it and get a feel for what it was, and it was exactly that. It was just like training me to slide under things or mm-hmm. use my thrusters to jump higher, run on walls, shoot while running on walls, stuff like that. Um, it was kind of cool. I don't know. I wouldn't play it. It's, it's like a leaderboard time trial thing. Oh. I I had one friend on there that had done it. Right. So yeah, I, it, it would not have held my interest any longer than what I played it for. And then, of course, um, Zombies, which, as we said, we only played for, you know, a half hour or so. Um, Riz in the chat said that he likes the zombies in this one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed what we played. Yeah, it was cool. It reminded me of Bioshock a little bit. Uh, yes, it's got that with, noir feel to it. Okay. Yeah, with the setting and everything like that. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. It was uh, a lot to take in. Yeah. The map is, like, big and just kind of all over the place, but it was a lot better than the last one. From what I remember, I hated the last one, but I, I do want to play this one again. Yeah, like, stuff like you turning into, the, like, a monster. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I was doing, but I was this tentacle monster, and I was, like, s- slapping things. Yeah. And it was like, what am I doing? And stuff like that. And, you know, when you first play these maps, like, you don't know where the yeah. windows are, where the zombies are coming from. Right. So we got wiped out pretty quickly. I think we got to seven. But we're just that. But we're just trying to open up the map and see as yeah. much as we can. Uh, we went to plan like, out your strategy for the for later yeah. later times when you play it. Exactly. We went on like this rail car thing, mm-hmm. went across the map. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. I like what they've done with it. It's come come a long way from the first one. Yeah, I watched a little bit. Still on Twitch. the best one in my opinion. Yeah, that World at War was pretty awesome. Yeah, fucking great game. Um. And that's really it for multiplayer. At least from what my experience has been, it's. Fast-paced, crazy action, pretty much. Even crazier now with all the special abilities that people have. Yeah. You use the special abilities the same way you do in Destiny, by hitting RB and LB at the same time. I I have it on call, or um, I'm sorry, on Xbox One, Mm -hmm. I should say. So that's how you activate it, the same way you do in Destiny. Um, 
But other than that, I don't think that the the maps are alright. I haven't had any complaints about the maps. They're not, not bad. Yeah, like I've only played like three, four matches online and they I've were played more than that, but and they were like when the game first launched, so it, I'm a little foggy with the maps. Yeah. There was two snow ones that I really liked. Oh, you know what? One of the snow ones is my favorite map. Is it the one with the cabin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that my one's favorite. Great. That one's really good. Um so multiplayer is is pretty much the reason that I bought the game. Um and I do like the multiplayer. I think mm. it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's just fast-paced. Uh, if you're going to get a fast-paced, like, spawn-die, spawn-die shooter this year, I suggest this one over Battlefront, my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but on to the campaign, which I beat today. Hey, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Played it in two sittings. Um, I think it took me a little longer than the how long to beat. The how long to beat said eight hours. I think it probably took me closer to ten. Really? Ooh. Sorry, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Ten uh, hours? Let's wow. just start from the top here. I take my notes whenever I do this while I'm playing usually. A good idea. Because I'll forget. Yep. So you're going to see a a turn at some point. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start right at the top. Um, my first impressions were it was a fun, crazy, over-the-top first mission ends with a, a brutal... Br- you actually saw this well. A br- yeah. brutal beating from a robot, your main character. Yeah. Kind of gets his ass kicked and limbs are removed from him and like... Oh, boy. It's explosions and robots everywhere at the end of it. And it was actually... I thought it was a really good opening. Yeah, it was a really good opening. I really enjoyed... Uh, Will Actually, Will and I played with Tom... Uh, what, what's it called? Realistic mode? Re- yeah, they added a new... Uh, instead of veteran being the highest difficulty, they added realistic and you die in one shot. Okay. And they're like fucking marksmen. <laughs> yeah. That's a bitch. Like, huh. there were so many times that we would just be like in this room and you'd peek your head out and you just drop. Yeah. Hit by a bullet, huh? Yeah. And we, had, we actually went through it pretty efficiently once we figured out like a strategy. I think we beat the first two missions. Yeah. There was the one part that we kept, remember that we kept dying on, yep. which was ridiculous because we couldn't do anything. <laughs> I think that was the first, second mission. It was the first mission first at mission. the very end. Yes. You have to get on like an evac plane. Okay. But can, can you be revived or are you just... Yes, a, you, can you, be, just... you can be revived by your okay. teammates. Okay. But, that's, that's... but then they're running out in the open. To right. get you. You can move towards them, but slowly and like you can die in the yeah. meantime and it's... It's a bitch. Yeah, it's really but, hard. But it adds a nice wrinkle to it. Yeah. It's not just like run and gun like yeah. Call of Duty usually is, so it's kind of a nice change. There's there some people that like to master that sort of stuff, too, so I that's, could a, see that's that. an added level of I, difficulty for them. That used to be me, uh, <laughs> and I don't think I'd be able to even yeah. attempt this on Realistic. So if anybody does beat it solo on Realistic, I would be... Well done. ...completely blown away by that. Oh, I'm sure somebody has. Someone will, or will. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ten- tenacity, um, that's what some people... Chutzpah. Yeah, they've got the the chutzpah. The next note that I had was uh, to, at the beginning of the game also, there's like an augmented reality training and debriefing portion that's kind of like your tutorial. They teach you like how to hack into droids and, and stuff like that and hack into turrets and, you know, uh, running on walls, all that kind of stuff. Uh, putting you through your paces as a new, the new guy on the crew. I thought that part was really good, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did that. No, I didn't get that no. far. Um, I just thought that the augmented reality thing was really neat. It was just like, all of a sudden there's this w- this world in front of you that they put in front of you as a training grounds, and it was just awesome. Uh-huh. Um, 
the cybernetic abilities that you get to choose from. There's there's three trees. Um, there's chaos, martial, and control. So control is more about like taking control of robots or taking over their minds. Martial is for like up close hand to hand combat, which I tried to use, and it's a bitch yeah, in imagine. Call of Duty. Uh, I was trying to roll with a shotgun and the martial package, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I ended up using the most was the chaos abilities because there's one that what did it do? It basically like what it would do is you would make a robot's system malfunction and he would blow up, and any robots that were near him would do the same thing. So it would set off like a chain reaction, and you could just like kill. Four, five robots nice. all in one shot. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of the same thing for human enemies, too. Um, I think it, I upgraded this one, and what that one did is it sends, like, a sonic wave or something out, and it drops them immediately yeah. when you hit them. So um, those were the two that I used the most. I liked the chaos uh, skill tree the most. But they're all pretty useful yeah. and different, which is kind of cool. And one of the things that it does well is before you go out on a mission, it tells you if you should expect, like, up-close combat, medium combat, long-range combat, uh, a lot of human enemies, a lot of robot enemies, whatever. So you oh, can okay. kind of pick your loadout based on that because some of the skills are more robot-focused. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of neat. Um, I really liked how there's, like, a safe house hub. A CIA safe house that you can, after every mission you go back to, it's where you unlock new weapons, unlock your new skills. There's, uh, I think I unlocked a new outfit after every mission, and I checked it every time yeah, yeah. and ended up changing it, like, pretty frequently. It was kind of cool. Uh, but you just have, like, this home base where you can go through and look at all your stuff, and I really like that. Um, there were a lot of disturbing and brutal scenes in this game more than I remember in some of the other ones like I probably shouldn't even say exactly what it was but there's a lot of like limbs being removed and uh-huh. fires and stuff like that and I was like holy shit like that was that was pretty crazy Call so, of Duty getting a little dark yeah, yeah it was getting kind of dark but it was it was good huh <clears throat> and then I played the second half of the game I was really enjoying myself. I really was. Did you play? Did you play it all in one sitting or two sittings? Two sittings. Okay. Yeah, I played for about four or five hours yesterday, and uh-huh. the same today. Um, I talked to a friend last night at work and told him how far I was in the campaign. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it. Like, I, the story's kind of cool. I'm having a good time with it." He's like, "Man, I really don't like it at all." <laughs> he's like, "It's so stupid." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, how far are you?" And I told him where I was, and he's like. Yeah, it's about right after that that it gets really bad. Nice. So I was Which like, all right, well, well, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Boy, was he right. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh, the first note I have here is Hendrix, who's uh, kind of your partner throughout the whole thing. The voice acting is so bad. He's just corny and awful <laughs> and such a jackass uh-huh. of, a, of a person. And maybe he's supposed to be that way, but it was a bit too much. Didn't care for that. But the the campaign for me fell fell apart um, during the mission called Demon Within for people that have played. I'm not going to get into why really uh, specifically. Um, it just got really really weird uh-huh. and like I don't even know how to describe. It. I just sit there like this is just so stupid. Like you kind of hack into people's minds and shit, and 
all of a sudden, like, all these zombies are running at me. And I was like, what is the zombies mode all of a sudden? Like, endless fucking waves of these zombies. And I'm just standing in a corner. And they're running at me out of fire, one after another. Like, and I'm just mowing them down. And it was just so stupid. And it was completely different from the rest of the game. And it just took me out of it so much. And yeah. Then, uh, after that mission, I kind of got back into it a little bit. That one was fucking terrible. Right. Really bad mission. I didn't like any part of it. There was just some weird, like, supernaturally kind of fucking weird sci-fi shit going on. I just, I just wanted to keep going with, like, the CIA, yeah. like, yeah. black ops, like, bad shit going on behind the scenes stuff. And yeah. it got into this weird supernatural, like, huh. weird sci-fi bullshit. And that really threw me off. Um... One of the things I really did like was in a mission called Side Sandcastle. There's uh, some flight where you actually are in a, a fighter jet or something along those lines, and you get you can take down enemies. On you actually go back and forth between taking down enemies that are on the ground, helping out the ground units, um, or you know fighting against the air units or big mechs or whatever. I thought that was actually really fun. It's it's pretty assisted how it handles. It's yeah. not yeah. not just you, but. It's better that way, I feel like. It's not Microsoft Flight Simulator. No, no, it certainly is not that. Um, but I really <coughs> like that one. The last mission, which is called Life, was so fucking bad. Oh, really? Oh, my God. So it ends on the sour note. If, I hadn't, if, that, if that wasn't the last mission and I was that close to me, I would quit. Really? really? It was so bad. Oof. Oh, my God. Um... It just really, like, left a terrible taste in my mouth after playing through that whole campaign, like, which, which I really liked starting off. I had a great time, like, the first half of it. But my God. So how do you feel about, because this is one of the first games kind of to have all the emissions unlocked all at once. You could jump in and play whatever one you want. How would you feel if, like, if you jumped right into the to the first one, or the, the, the first really bad one that you played, like, if that was your starting point for oh, Call God. of Duty? Like, ah. Uh. I, Jesus, I don't even know if I would have played any more of them, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, because you would probably expect that sort of thing for the whole game, right? I mean, Yeah. Riz, Riz said he found the, the campaign kind of lackluster. Yeah. I liked, like, the first half of it, like I said. Um, right. I don't know. I don't expect a lot from a Call of Duty campaign. I expect, like, a lot of action. Uh, you know, like a dumb action movie. I was going to say, it's a shitty summer action movie exactly. in a video game. Exactly. So I wasn't expecting too awful much, and that's what that's what it gave me for the first half, was, it, like, a shitty action movie with a lot of explosions and, like, people getting ripped apart, and that was fun. Like, yeah. I was having a good time. The story was good enough for me. Like, whatever. Always a good conspiracy theorist. Um, so I was into that stuff, but my God, that, that last one, and then what was the other one? Devil, Demon Within. Demon oh, Within. Jesus, that was so bad. Oh. <laughs> there was one part in the last one that I got to, and there's like these three, not necessarily doors, but it looked like it was branching off into three areas. It would only let me go into one of them, and I said to myself, please, God, do not make me do this three fucking times. Sure shit. That's what it did. <laughs> and I was like, this is so bad. So, yeah. Don't like the campaign. Gotcha. Th- those two missions alone were enough to really ruin it for me. Okay. Um, it's got kind of an interesting thought behind everything, but that would spoil too much, so I can't really talk about it, but no. Overall, no good. No good. Um, the one thing that I'm a little bit excited about that it actually does is I think you have to beat the campaign to unlock this. It unlocks the Nightmares campaign, which is all zombies. Uh-huh. 
uh, which is kind of cool. I think yeah. it's the same campaign, it's just zombies, and I, I'm assuming the story kind of changes somehow. Right. Um, but even, like, the Call of Duty uh, menus, like, before you start anything, they look really nice. Mm-hmm. And when you go to the Nightmares menu, it's a zombie bent over on a table eating somebody's intestines. Ooh. It's awesome. It looks really cool. And then, uh, like, he just peers back at you creepily and goes back to eating. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so I do want to try that out. Um, so I have to beat it. Now. Just, yeah, just you're going to have to get through it so we can try the Nightmares campaign. I'll try. Well, does that yeah. mean you have to beat all the missions, or do you just have to do the last one? I think probably you, you have... probably got to beat all of them. Okay. Do you oh, get, like, a like a check mark on the mission menu or something if you beat yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. unlock all the missions. <laughs> Because you can do that. Yeah, but you still have to beat all of them, I you think is what he's saying. Beat them. Man. Just put on the easiest difficulty. And yeah, just run through it. Yeah. That's probably what I'll do. So, I guess overall, like, if you're getting this game, I... God, I if, if, I don't want to tell you to play the campaign, but <laughs> I do want to tell you to play the campaign so you can unlock the Nightmares campaign. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks, because I really didn't like those two missions so much that I can't recommend that campaign. Yeah. But the multiplayer is fun. Right. It's good, fast-paced action like it always has been with some new twists. The specialists are awesome. I really like the the two special abilities for each of them. That's that's really cool. Most likely if you're going to get Call of Duty, you probably already have it or maybe are going to get it for Christmas. It's something, yeah. But those are my thoughts. Yeah. Um. Zombies seems pretty fun, and Riz in the chat keeps saying how much fun he's had with the multiplayer and the zombies. Yeah. So I've, I've seen some on Twitch. It does look like a lot of fun. The zombies, yeah, yeah. So we got to do it. Yeah, we'll get we'll we'll do it. There's just a lot to play right now, so it's tough. Mm-hmm. Boy, is there more coming more. out next Tuesday? Yeah, and we and still Friday. didn't buy Tomb Raider yet. <clears throat> Tomb Raider, Rainbow Six Siege. Thank God, Siege is just multiplayer. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Just Cause, which is another. That's a at doozy. Least, at least thirty-five hour game. That's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause Tomb Raider is supposed to be a good thirty hours too, I believe. Really, yeah. really. It's got a lot of side stuff now. Nice. So there's just a lot to play. So yep. I'm sure we'll get to some zombies or some. I would like to try that nightmares campaign. It seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta make it through it. Good luck. <laughs> I'll play. I'll play some of it with you, just not those two missions. Demon within and life. Yep. Okay. I'll look out for those two when I'm going through it. All right. And you said it was an eight-hour campaign? That's what the how long to beat was. I think it took me a little longer than that. Really? That's surprising. It's usually not that long, the campaigns. Right. They're usually like five. Okay. Yeah. Should we get right into Nibble Bits? It fucking dragged, I'll tell you that. Yeah, we can get into Nibble Bits. Okay. Corey, you want to get us started? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. (laughs) You want to get us started with Nibble Bits? Sure, I can do that. All right. Hi, so, hey, Will, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? How's the podcast going, guys? <laughs> it's going all right, Corey. <laughs> good so far. I actually uploaded a video I've been putting off. Yeah, uploading. I, I liked it already. or favorited it already. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But on the nibble bits, an unofficial PS4 to PC remote play app is set to release this week. It's from developer Twisted. And from what I understand, it's actually pretty easy to do, and a lot of people have done it on Android already. And that's pretty much what this is. It's just a port of the Android software running on your PC. Uh, The dude developing it plans to charge $10 for it, but uh, who knows how long that'll stick around before Sony 
puts the kibosh on it. Yeah. Did it did did it say anywhere like is it going to be in the like Windows 10 marketplace or Windows 8.1 oh. marketplace or No, I think it's just You just buy it and download it. They kind of on a website? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was That's curious. how I understood it anyway. Right. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Uh like I said, I hope it's one of those things though you can as long as you bought it, you can still use it Keep and it. Sony doesn't like I don't know. I don't know if they can. Um, but yeah, I guess it, I guess it's really easy to do. So yeah, Hotline Miami 2's level editor will go into open beta on December 10th. It's a game that came out this year, right? Yep. It seems like forever ago. Yeah, it, it does did. seem like forever. Yeah, is anybody going to bother with that? Who That's wants the that? Thing. I mean, and I wasn't as big on Hotline Miami 2 as I was the first one. Like by the time no, I was done playing, crazy. That, I was I was over it. You know. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. But like enough to go back and mess around with the level editor. Oh, I'm not. Oh going God, to. no! I wouldn't do that in the first place. But no, I would be interested to see what other people make in Hotline. I wouldn't Miami even too. be honestly. I wouldn't either, Corey. I just don't care. I think that would probably be most people's thought. There's so much other stuff now. Like this was such a good year for games. Like who's wondering to themselves? I wonder what somebody's going to put together in Hotline <laughs> Miami too. When yeah. the level editor finally comes out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Steam Autumn and Winter Sales will no longer feature Flash or Daily Deals. Did you guys see that? I did. I did see that. I'm happy about that. Me too. Instead, the games will be at their lowest price throughout the sale. Uh, Valve said it's not a major change. It's kind of a major change. But it does make the sale a lot more valuable for customers, and it allows us to build sale... F- Sale features that recommend your product all sale long instead of just during its front page feature. Yeah, I like that. That's a good change. Yep. Too many times I was waiting for a game to go on like a special sale, so it would be an extra like 10% off from the normal sale, and I ended up not buying it or missing out on it or yeah. whatever. It's yeah, good but to... they always they always put everything on their lowest price on the last day. Sometimes. Sometimes they Well, wouldn't. unless it was a daily deal, in right. which case, if it's a daily deal, then it's already at its lowest price it's going to get in the sale yeah and the and the uh the what flash sales that they would have and stuff like i don't know i I missed out on too much stuff to be happy about that but i did kind of like checking in every six hours or whatever oh yeah every every it was every eight hours when the new sales would go up yeah yeah because sometimes it would be at it would be at like two o'clock in the morning or something and i would get up and check (laughs) oh yeah just because well i mean i yeah. I would do the same thing when if if I like worked late at yeah. work the night before, yeah. I'd I'd wait and see what the sales were. Yep. It's great. It's like <laughs> Christmas all week. Yep. <laughs> Christmas three times a day for a whole week. Go ahead, Corey. Uh that's all I have. That's all you got. Yeah. Alright. Uh I will go next. Nintendo in Japan has begun to sell uh sorry, I kinda lost my voice this weekend. <clears throat> so suffering through this uh nintendo not suffering you know you guys are probably <laughs> suffering it doesn't really bother me not at all dan uh nintendo in japan has begun to sell the wii u gamepad by itself for twelve thousand eight hundred yen or roughly 104 us dollars it's intended to be sold as a replacement for damaged or broken ones that that you know the damaged or broken gamepad if uh that the gamepad that came with your system but nintendo has said that the wii u does support two gamepads but has no plans to add any dual gamepad functionality to any of its games of course not. 
Uh, no. It's going to be dead soon. <laughs> exactly. No word yet on if Nintendo plans to do this in North America or Europe. Uh, but I can't help but speculate as something to do with the NX. I wonder if you're going to be able to take your gamepad over to the NX system when it when it comes out. Maybe. So, and that's why they're selling additional uh, additional gamepads. Did and we it, talk about the last week the uh, Twilight Princess HD? I think someone mentioned it. Uh, in little bits. We talked about it two weeks ago. It's two weeks already. Yeah. All right. So there's that. And then Mark Cuban was recently fined at a League of Legends charity event for dropping f bombs. <laughs> uh, but it was clear that he was already aware that the fines uh, he, that he would have to pay fines, uh, and that they would go to the Cyber Smile Foundation, which is the charity that League of Legends event was held for. Um, he knew he, he got fined thirty grand, uh, and he knew he was going to get fined thirty grand, so he knew it was just extra money going yeah, for charity for, for charity exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then in an interview before the event, he came out, came to the defense of esports, uh, specifically calling out Colin Cowherd, uh, I remember and, that. Uh, and saying League of Legends is a real sport. So that's an interesting good to for hear him. That. Yeah. yeah, I like I like Mark Cuban. I do too. Yeah, I like him a lot. I, I watch uh, Shark Tank on occasion. He's just like a regular guy. Yeah, yeah, he really regular is. angry guy that happens to be a tech mogul billionaire Mo- yeah billionaire tech mogul or whatever I, I think that's what they call him on shark tank yeah so so just quick story here uh yeah. i had two friends who were going to be in dallas for a business trip or something like that and they somehow got a hold of mark cuban's email address uh-huh. and just emailed him out of the blue asking him for tickets came through really got him did he really yep. that yep. is fucking awesome that is wow awesome. he's probably impressed they were able to get his email address yeah, could Maybe. be. I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> Isn't wow. that crazy? That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Wow. All right. That's all I got for bits. Will, what do you got? Uh, I don't know if it was covered last week, but Deus Ex Mankind Divided was delayed to August 23rd of 2016. Uh, the reasoning is for some post-production uh, and fine-tuning to what, the game. What was the date? Uh, August 23rd. That's good, though, because it was supposed to come out in the spring, wasn't it? February. Along with a million other things. Yeah. So. Um, and I'd rather them delay these games to make them as good as possible. Totally. I used to be annoyed when games would get delayed, <coughs> but I've slowly realized it's probably for the better. <coughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and for a game like Deus Ex that I love, I'd rather. Yeah, it didn't come out. and rather was, have was, that polish. Was, yeah. was not a massive turd. Exactly. <laughs> when um, it first comes out. But yeah, I'm really excited for that game. Uh, and my other one is a little stupid one, but Harmonix and Bethesda collaborated uh, to add free Fallout, Vo- uh, Fallout 4 Vault 10 or 111 jumpsuits. So your band can be up there playing in Vault 11 jumpsuits. That's uh, awesome. The, Wait, what's this for? Uh, rock, or rock Band 4. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I got Vault 11 on my, 111 on my cell that, phone home screen. That's awesome. I've got a... That is my lock screen. Oh, nice! That's so cool. Nice. You know, it'd be cool. I, I kind of uh, vault one eleven pajamas. A onesie. I, I, yeah, like a onesie. Footy pajamas. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That would be pretty awesome. Fun. Um, but all of this is a part of the free December update that's coming. Mm. So, um, for yeah. Rock Band. Yeah, Rock Band. You're I still th- playing? Yeah, I play. I try to play a little bit every day, actually. Nice. That a boy. Yeah. I'm really trying to... I played uh, a lot of Rock Band last night when I was really tired, and it was probably the best I've ever played. 
So you weren't thinking about it. It's like golf. Yeah. Just can't think about it. Because yeah, I, I was swing. I was playing earlier. Grip it and rip it. I, <laughs> I was playing earlier and failed <laughs> like quite a bit, and I was frustrated, and I put it down, came back before bed, and was killing it. So nice. Yeah, that's all I had though. All right, Chris, it's my turn. Word. Um, I'm assuming. Well, you're the only one besides me that has a Vita. Yeah. Did you ever play Gravity Rush? No. I only use that for Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. I briefly tried Gravity Rush, um, and I actually enjoyed what I played of it, but it's supposed to be uh, one of the more popular games for Vita, um, and that is coming to PS4. It got bumped up a week to February 2nd, really? which is right before my uh, birthday. So they're doing a remaster of Gravity Rush while they work on Gravity Rush 2 for PS4, um, and I think I'm probably going to give that one a try when it comes I've heard out. good things about yeah, it. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, a lot of people do like it. So... You'll get it a week earlier than you thought. Um, for all you hears of the storm junkies like Will. William. Yeah. Big Sal. Everything is 50% off until December 8th. So get it while you can. Heroes, mounts, and skins are all 50% off. Real money discount. That's evil. That is evil. If I was still playing, oof, I'd be dropping some cash to yeah. this this week. Um, I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I retired. <laughs> you hung up the uh, keyboard and mouse. Yes. Kind of, well, for that game. Anyway. Um, My last one. I just, damn it, I just X'd out of it. Hang on one second. Because I actually do have to read this one right from. Eric, you idiot. I know, but it's funny. It's definitely worth the wait if you haven't seen it. Oh. You guys know Breaking Benjamin? Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know this one. The lead Good. singer from Breaking Benjamin, Benjamin Burnley. Uh, apparently not much of a Star Wars Battlefront fan. On his Instagram, he posted a picture of a cracked disc of Xbox One version Star Wars Battlefront with the caption, They wanted to pay me to post that I like this piece of shit game. (laughs) (laughs) They can shove it up their ass, this game sucks. I'd rather watch the god-awful prequels than play this piece of shit one more second. That's for ruining Star Wars EA with a happy face. Nice. (laughs) All right, good for it. good for him. Yeah, yeah, good for him. He's right. That game does fucking suck. Yeah, because um, uh, Anna Kendrick is kind of like one of the spokes per- spokespeople for for Battlefront. She's in the commercials. Yeah, which is surprising. Uh, she, she, I guess, posts on Twitter and stuff, and she must be getting money from EA for doing that. Yeah, but I think someone did. Someone put on or someone tweeted us something like uh, he actually wanted the PC version. Yeah. And he was pissed that he got the Xbox yeah. version. <laughs> something, it was Riz, I think. Okay. He <laughs> said something along those lines. He <laughs> yeah. must have meant to buy, buy the PC version <laughs> yeah. or he just wanted more Instagram likes. Yeah. That, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit shady, if you ask me, that they do that. Especially without the uh, – um, I mean, that's kind of a controversy now, but uh, – the sponsored videos and stuff like you right. know the average person would have no way of knowing that like Anna Kendrick is paid by by EA to promote so, Star Wars Do you think Battle it was Front. a joke though because honestly who the fuck cares what Breaking Benjamin thinks about the video game Yeah I don't, I know. don't know They're not like real popular are they No I think they said he, he has like 50,000 Instagram followers oh, and Twitter nothing. followers Yeah I mean they just put out a new album this year but I don't know how it did so yeah, I don't know. maybe it was a joke. Either way, I thought it was a good good chuckle. Yeah. It is a good chuckle. Good for him. That's it for me, Dan. Okay. How was your week, Eric? 
Pretty good. I don't feel like I have too awful much to report. Um, been getting my ass kicked at work. <laughs> I work in retail uh, oh, yeah. at a grocery stu- supermarket, grocery store. And leading up to any holiday is just god-awful. It was brutal. Yeah. So I come home from work anymore, and my feet and hips and legs are just, I feel like an 85-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to sit on my ass and do nothing. Yeah. But, geez. oh, I guess we could talk about the Buffalo Bills game last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys didn't watch any of it? No, I didn't see it. ESPN. Well, I would have watched it. A probably. lot of people were were pretty pissed off about um, the referees, and I know the referees made one really really bad call against the Patriots. What happened was Tom Brady was rolling out towards the sidelines, and like extending the play. And I think that the referee thought he was going to go out of bounds, but before he did, he threw it downfield and hit, I think it was Amendola, who probably would have scored, Right. but they blew, blew it dead. Oh, because they thought he had stepped out of bounds, and but he, he wasn't, hadn't. He wasn't even close. Oh, really? No. What? Like, <laughs> from the naked eye, you, he just it wasn't close. Right. Um, so what they did, they said it was a, a inadvertent whistle. Okay. Completion. They gave him the completion where dead he ball. caught the ball. He probably would have scored, though. Right. Um, a lot of Bills fans were really pissed about um, just a lot of the calls that went against the Bills. And as a Bills fan, from what I watched, I didn't think there were too awful many, but it was pretty renowned. Even I even saw like people in the media who don't usually say stuff like that say this was the worst referee yeah. game they had ever seen, and like the, they should be fined. And well, we had been talking about it, and uh, we think. All of us kind of think football's being ruined by all the, all the penalties and flags. And I, I don't even know any of the rules anymore. No, everything is nobody s- does so different. And Every fucking play is under review, and yeah. it's it's awful. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't have such an attachment to the Bills, I was, one of our uh, listeners tweeted me and he said like he hasn't he's watched like a half of football all year. Yeah. I told him if I didn't have such an attachment to the Bills, I wouldn't even watch football. Yeah, it's something I kind of just like have on during the day. Like I watch the Giants, and then I just have the football football on the TV, and it's good to watch like casually. Like you catch a few plays here and there, and I get up and do something with the kids or whatever. It's nice. My to have problem those background with that noise. is background noise. Is there's so many commercials oh, that it defeats the purpose yeah, of background noise? So I'd yeah. rather have a podcast on. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it's I don't know. They're, there, they're really ruining. There's it. like three minutes of game and then ten minutes of commercials. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, but anyway, the game itself, the Bills lost again to the Patriots. No surprise there, but it was a close game. Um, dropped a touchdown in the end zone. Some bad penalties, you know, the yeah. usual. They The Bills found a way to lose. I feel like they they definitely hung with the Patriots, so they were not by far the better team or yeah. anything like that. They held Brady in check. Only 20 points given up to the Patriots at home is pretty damn good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gronkowski didn't do anything. Which is great for my fantasy yeah. team. So. Did you win? I did. Nice. So did I. <laughs> Sean McCoy got me quite a few points Thank last goodness. night. Um, but I don't know. I didn't go in expecting to win. They still, I think they're still in the lead for the last wild card. So. Okay. See how it goes. Yeah, I mean, if he can get into the playoffs, you never know what can That's happen. all I want. Just been, to get in. It's been 15 years. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else, Dan. Yeah, Eric, you're talking about finding a way to lose. That's the that's why the Giants are five and five this year. They found yeah. a way to lose quite a few of their football games. That's so. the difference between good teams and bad teams. Yeah. 
uh, at the same time, like they might end up winning their division because their division is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> so, really is. Although I could see the Cowboys winning the division now that Romo's oh, back. Romo's back. Even, That's so sad. Even at three at se- three and seven, I think they are. When I heard they, were, they could win. When I heard they were like <laughs> two and eight going into this week, uh, or it's two and seven, I was yeah. like, holy crap! Yeah. Uh, the Bills are not in the wild card. They're actually so right now Pittsburgh at six and four and Kansas City at five and five hold the wild cards uh-huh. and Houston. Buffalo and the Jets are all five and five, but Kansas City must hold the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. That's who the Bills play this weekend. That's, That's a, a big, big game. game. <laughs> On the road. Well, you better Arrow- watch out for Char Chandwick West. Arrow- Char Chandrick. Arrowhead's kind of a tough place to it play is, too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Did they still call it Arrowhead? I think uh, so. That's what I'm calling it. It's a new stadium. We're calling it Arrowhead. It'll okay. always be Arrowhead. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, what do you got? Uh. You know, not a whole lot. Same as Eric. Uh, I work in the same place as Eric, and <laughs> work this weekend Brutal. really handed it to me. Uh, I were, I walked in to find Will in the produce cooler, which we work at a place that sells a lot. We do yeah. a good business, and, like, I have never seen that produce cooler so fucking packed. Like, I couldn't <laughs> even move in there, and I go, is Will in here? <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah, he's back there. And I, like, peer over all these boxes, and Will's, like, huddled down under something, putting more shit away. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, uh, I sent you guys the picture of the apples, Yeah, too. That yep. Like, an apple box is, you know, if I stack it, it's, like, to the middle of my shin. Well, I'm stacking ten of them. <coughs> it's, like, a ten-foot stack. Like, I'm standing on boxes to keep putting them up higher because there's no room to put anything. And on that day, I did I did the load on Saturday, and I went in at seven to start it. Left at four forty-five, which is late. Like I would be getting out. I was supposed to get out at three thirty, so that wasn't too bad. But on Sunday, went in at seven, left at six forty-five. It was a brutal day. Put uh, your time in. I did, but I'm one of those people at work that there's some miserable people, and I don't ever want to be that. So I always am cheery and laughing and running around and having fun. Uh-huh. So that's the attitude I bring. So, like, I was having fun with it. Like, that's it was good. a terrible situation, but there's no point in complaining the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I was moody when we first started because I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get out. But, like, once I just accepted everything, you know, just kind of went with it. Yep. Um, so that's how I deal with the <coughs> holiday season right now. Yeah. Um, I have Thanksgiving off, so that's all I really care about. Nice. Um, that's pretty, an easy day. I know. That's time and a half for me. That's easy money. And well, I always worked on Black Friday, and it was always, like, super quiet in the store. Yeah. And the thing is, is I, I was scheduled for 32 hours this week, but because Sunday I worked four hours over, basically. Like, I'm at 36 now, so I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. More money. Nice. So uh, there's that. There's another. Corey, you, have you been watching the new American Horror Story? Yeah, I think I'm an episode maybe two behind. Okay, you know the character that you said that you really liked? He's Evan Peters is the actor. Oh, yeah. He's on the new Nerdist episode. Oh, really? You should listen to it. It's, he's pretty good. Does he talk American Horror Story? He does talk about it. He was talking about how when they shoot, they're like they're still shooting the season right now. Yeah. Like, they don't wait until they're almost done. Like, they're just doing... They're like two episodes ahead of whatever aired so like they scramble at the last second instead of like how stressful it is yeah. on everybody but he's really good and he's pretty funny um, found a new respect he's a big gamer he said he was really excited for Fallout 4 mm-hmm. oh nice so yeah I knew I, I knew I liked him yeah same here Evan Peters is the man 
All right. And it's only like an hour, so I was I wanted to you know p- pump that out there for everybody. I'll definitely listen. Um, but other than that, just school. Uh, I'm on break now, so I can play video games. I had a really bad stretch of school, so I haven't been able to play Fallout in like a week and a half. Yeah, it's devastated me. Okay. But uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna pick it back up and play starting tomorrow again. Nice. But, yeah, that's it for me. Excellent. What do you got, Corey? <laughs> um. <laughs> been a pretty quiet week for me. I watched the new Amazon instant series called Man on High Castle. Yeah, I've heard good things. Which a few is, people recommend that to me. Yeah, it's based on the Philip K. Dick novel of the same name, I think. And what it's about is it's an alternate history based around the idea of what if the Axis won World War II. Ooh. Uh, in the United States, it's partitioned into three sections. One's like the Japanese Pacific something or other, which is like the West Coast, and then it's the the German side, like from the Rocky Mountains over, and then like the Rocky Mountain states are neutral territory as like a buffer. Uh, and it's pretty good. Like right off the bat, you can see uh, sort of where it's going, and there's like a lot of spies. But it kind of takes place in that same cultural era that Fallout takes place. Yeah. So it's a it's good timing for that, and I don't maybe they based maybe they thought of that i don't know well if it's based off the phil k dick novel maybe fallout took ideas from that it could be too what's this called again man on high castle man on high castle i guess they premiered the pilot back in january yeah i had no idea um (coughs) just released the full series on the 20th of november the first season anyway yeah i've heard good things about that it's pretty good it's pretty good i'm interested in this yeah it's all right. And then what else did we watch? Oh, we watched the first episode of Vikings because, like, everyone we know oh, how's watching, that? is watching Vikings. That was also pretty good, you know? Yeah. It's it's tough to tell from just the first episode. Um, So we'll see if it, if either of those hook me. But I, I need something new to watch. Pretty good. I'm back at the office again. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Working my I way just, through it again. <laughs> I just watched an episode of that last night. Nice. Uh, and then the other thing is, I was up at three thirty this morning, Oof. and I think we've talked about <laughs> sleep paralysis before, yeah, on the podcast. But I had a terrible case of it. I woke up at about three thirty, and then three times in a row, like as I was trying to fall asleep, I got really bad sleep paralysis. Happens to me a lot too. Yeah, I'll, I'll not have it for years, and then I'll have yeah. a night where I get it a lot. It's weird. Yep. You get bouts of it, and it's and they're sucks. just like, screw it. I'm not sleeping. I'm just gonna be awake. That happened now. to me once. That's what it, it was. It was so like the the third time. I'm like, <sighs> I've had enough of this. It's, yeah, it's such an awful feeling. I just I'm just gonna get up. So I got up and played a lot of Fallout <laughs> until I had to go to work. Nice, which was all right. But so you're <clears throat> so you're pretty tired. I'm a little tired. I went to bed relatively early. I think I was in bed by nine thirty last night. Okay, I went to uh, bed at one last morning. One in the morning. Got up at seven to get through Call of Duty today. Blech. <laughs> yeah, Blech. nothing to wake up to. But I didn't have sleep paralysis, right? So Corey wins. <laughs> it was the type of sleep paralysis too, where you're totally with it. Yeah. And I was like, the only thing I could do, I was like whimpering to try and get my girlfriend to like, because it's happened it. to me where I've had it and somebody's moved me and it like knocked me out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Um, so I was like, the only thing I could do is like whimper like a hurt dog or something. It's the worst feeling in the world. Wow. And, like the third time she just like reached over and like grabbed me or something like that. Did it work? Like, I don't know if she thought I was dreaming. No, it wasn't enough. Oh, like I need God. like a jolt. Oh. Give a good and then, good uh, water on the face or something. Something. And then I'm just like, all right. As soon as I got out of that last one, I'm like, this is no more. This is bad. And it, it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, is this what it's like to have, um, what's the... Uh, to be in a coma or something? Yeah, to, to have uh, ALS. You know? I don't is know. that what it feels like? I don't know. Because it's like, the only thing, the only muscles that work are the involuntary ones. Right. Anything that's voluntary doesn't work. And I, I think that's what, well, I've, eventually all your muscles stop working, but. Right. Isn't MS like that? Yeah, it's similar. They're similar. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> it's terrible. It's it terrible. Is. I was and terrified when I had it. I'm scared to go to sleep tonight. There's a documentary on Netflix about sleep paralysis. Ooh, that might be interesting. Well, they linked it with like dementia and stuff like that too, oh, geez, which kind of freaks me out. I used, I used to be I able to it. fairly frequently like reproduce it by sleeping on my back. Yep. I used to get it every single time. Same I would try to sleep on my back, but that doesn't happen mm-hmm. anymore. I haven't. Ha- what, I haven't had it in years. Luckily, the last other than this time, the last few times I've had it, it's been on my back. But this yeah. time I was laying on my right side. Yeah. I don't know. Just nothing's worse than when you're trying to like shake your body to like roll over and you just it just doesn't move. Yeah. Because the thing you're supposed to do is move your fingers, toes, yeah. and your tongue extremities, but it doesn't work fast enough to the point, <laughs> and it free. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it where I've I've like wiggled my left hand or something, and slowly you feel the, the like the the waking up moving into your body, and then once your head. You know, you snap out of it like that. Yeah, so. it, ugh, it's it's one of the worst <laughs> things I experienced through life. Yeah. No, thank you. Heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nah. All right, I got a couple things. Uh, I had an anniversary on Saturday. Hey. Six years married. Thank you. Congrats, uh, Dan. Six years married. Sixteen years together. Very wow. long time. Almost half my life. Wow. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, we, you guys got together the last time the Bills made the playoffs, Dan. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, we we did our typical thing. We make uh, homemade chicken enchiladas. That's what we do every year on our anniversary. So we did that. Uh, my wife bought me Yoshi's Woolly World, the Amiibo edition uh, for the Wii U. Which the if you're in the in the live stream, uh, if I could talk about the dog barking. Uh, if you're in the live stream, you can see the Yarn Yoshi Amiibo on top of the Pip-Boy there. Um, and we, we played a little bit of it that night on our, on our anniversary, so we, we did, some, did some co-op games. My wife took a night off from the schoolwork, so that was nice that we got to play mm-hmm, games. Um, she's, I think she's got another, like, three weeks of school, and then she's done. So we'll be able to play more games at that point. But Nice. Uh, so we had our anniversary, uh, and then I helped, uh, my friend Tim build his computer. He got all of his stuff on Friday. So we came over Friday night and we put her all together and I love the, when the, the Oh, he told me he was at, at, uh, our place of business the other day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love when you, when you put it all together and then press the power button and it turns on the first time. Mm-hmm. Cause anyone who's built a computer knows that the most pain in the ass part is those stupid pins. And if you get the power switch pin in wrong, it it won't turn on the first time, and you gotta 
lay it down and switch all the pins around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pain in the balls, but everything worked the first time, which is great. Um, so that's that's nice, and it's a pretty nice PC build. I'm nice. pretty happy with how everything came out. So, what's he gonna play on it? Fallout. Mm-hmm. Fallout. He got Assassin's Creed Syndicate uh, with his graphics card. I don't know if he's played it yet or has played it briefly. It's a good one. But Fallout, Metal Gear Solid Five, that sort of stuff. Ooh. He's. I think he's put some beautiful games. He's put like a hundred hours. I think into. Is it a hundred hours? He told me. In the Metal Gear? In the Metal Gear, he's put a lot of hours in the Metal Damn. Gear. Damn. Wow. I thought I had a lot. Of, I put 50 hours into Metal Gear, and I thought that was a lot, but he's got me beat. Would it get a little repetitive taking over Outposts after he, 100 hours? He's doing, like, all the side missions, and he does a lot of them repeatedly for money. Wow. Uh, specifically the tank one, where you can fault in the tanks mm-hmm. and, and sell them off once you get them back to your base. He's been doing that stuff. I still have to play this game. He's in the chat. Oh, what's up, Tim? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and we'll we'll joke like uh, about he was watching. I think he was watching me play Fallout or something about Fallout. But it was the the cargo containers. He's like, yeah, you should be you should be Fultoning those out, <coughs> like in Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that when I was driving someplace in Binghamton, I don't know where I was specifically, but there was the cargo containers. Was, <laughs> and you know how video games like leak into your real life, and I thought about the the folding of the contain the cargo containers, Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> so, uh, and I, yeah, I lost my voice this weekend. If you're wondering why my voice is <clears throat> very raspy, I had pretty much no voice this weekend. So I'm glad back enough that I can take part in the episode i didn't want to have to be the silent silent host <laughs> so, where'd it go dan uh i mean i had a little bit of a cold mm. um but mostly just lost my voice so. too much podcasting i i've never like lost it from too much talking but i like when i'm not on the podcast i don't talk very much at all mm. you know i talk way more here than i do in probably an entire week <laughs> so <laughs> you know uh, but that's all I have. Uh, do we want to take a break, or do we want to get right into what we played? What do you want to do, Corey? Oh, I don't care. Let's Whatever take a quick break. Want. Quick break? Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with what we played, um, probably starring Fallout, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 227 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Uh, we are now in what we played. Um, let's talk about Fallout 4 first, shall we? Yeah. Corey, uh, I want to get your thoughts on it because I know you've experienced some some of the more interesting parts of it, at least since the last time we recorded. I know you had uh, uh, criticized it, not criticized, but called it out maybe a little bit for Nitpicked not, not yeah not having any super interesting moments. So I want to get your thoughts on on it so far. Yeah, uh, I'm still going to stand by that uh, right. by what I said in that regard, but there were a couple standout moments for me. I thought in mm-hmm. one of them, I uploaded a video to on YouTube. Yeah. I think I just called like my favorite moment from fallout four or something like that. And yeah. it's when it's when you come out of Fort Hagen, it's part of the main story, minor mild spoiler at this point, but uh, it's when the brotherhood of steel, Eric's covering his ears. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, when the Brotherhood of Steel makes its presence known, yeah, uh, in a in a bigger way than if you run into them prior to that, right? 
really cool moment. And from that point on, like it sort of changes the landscape, yeah, literally and figuratively. Still, yeah, still one of my favorite parts. Yeah, in the in the whole game thus far. So R- really cool. And the other part is um, when you go to the glowing sea for the first time. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if I was just in the right frame of mind, but it's just like. The f- green fog and the rad scorpions coming out of the ground and the little typhoons that spin up and dis- I mean I don't know it was just really really cool and then you finally get to the the town out in the corner and those people like worship the the green the Adam yeah the, is what they the say. children of Adam is that what they're called <laughs> yeah something like yeah. that um and I hope that I didn't spend a lot of time exploring there I was just there for the main story mission yeah uh and spend a lot of time there talking to people and figuring thing out figuring things out in the area but i hope they kind of take that stuff in some interesting places there yeah. might be nothing there i don't know because like i said I, I didn't look at it but that's the kind of stuff i want more of like i want that stuff to marinate a little bit more yeah i didn't uh, really linger there at all either i can't can't speak to that uh because it's dangerous there you yeah. know there's death claws everywhere in there and like you said rad scorpions everywhere uh, my by the time I got done with there because I went in with uh, pop my power armor it was all beat up and my my companion was all beat or no I took uh I took uh, Codsworth but he was a little Smart. bit beat up at that point um, yeah I was I was I was hurting when I got done in there so. yeah it's uh, uh another... not a friendly place but I was really excited because the entire game up until that point I've been holding on to a hazmat suit yeah. What a perfect time to use it. Oh, absolutely. Did it protect you completely or? Not completely. I It just did the less than sign. Okay, less, less than, than one. Rads. Yeah, okay. I've been holding on to a hazmat suit too. There you go. Yeah. You'll uh, find use for it there. Although it sucks as far as armor goes. So sure. just make sure nothing hits you. Yeah, that's why I wore my, my power armor through there. I That's when I fired up my power armor and came strutting out of the garage that I talked about last week. <laughs> I, you know, I hit the button on the garage door and big man on campus. Yep. <laughs> B- BMOC. Also, Dan, I'm not sure. How far are you in the game? Uh, I th- main story. Se- uh, 72 hours, uh, not super far into the story. I just did, uh, I don't know. It's kind of spoilery, but I'm further, I'm further than that. Obviously. How, how far did you get into the story? Uh, I'm, in the institute. Oh, okay. See, I'm. I just got the precursor to getting into the institute. Unbelievable. Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> That's not a sport. It's obvious you go there. Come on. Well, yeah, but I don't know to what capacity. I don't want to know. <laughs> you have to do something with the institute. The yeah. No, I just did the precursor before you okay. go into the institute. I, you needed to get a certain something. Oh my god. So. <laughs> that stuff's not pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I do like the what you need to do to get into it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I felt like Nikolai Tesla, you know, building weird contraptions. Yeah. Um but come on guys, I'm speaking about no, as big No, as no, 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 you're fine. I was just going to say was he was in uh the prestige. No, 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 no. Fallout 3. No, no, came out the early order. this the order. Oh, the order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Tesla had some really interesting ideas with electricity back in the day. He he was the one that was trying to pioneer wireless electricity, like in the late eighteen hundreds. He's got some interesting. Uh, I thought things. you I thought you said like 
when you brought up Tesla, like he was in the game. That's why I was oh, like, no, no, Corey. No. Maybe but, a robot named after Tesla because there's there's Curie named after Marie Curie. Yeah, there is indeed. So, Corey, uh, one thing you talked about was the radiation storms that you just saw. Yeah, this past week. It that's, was weird because it happened like right at the twenty-four hour mark. So maybe no, because I had them well before that. Oh, me too. I didn't, didn't see a single one that's, until. That's weird, but at the same time, that's kind of cool because we, you know, we obviously had completely different. Because I feel like I get one. I have them all the time, fairly I feel frequently, like. and you didn't get one for twenty-four just, hours. Just dodged them, you know, like yeah, just yeah, because you them. you can see them like off in the distance if you're yeah. Like I've I've seen one like pass off to the west or whatever. Um, I don't I don't also don't spend a lot of time like wandering the uh, wasteland kind of thing. I'm pretty much that's probably why point I do. A to point B and then fast travel. Yeah, I do a lot of wandering. Obviously, I'm less less into the story than you are, and I've I played, play like Corey does for seventy two hours. But yeah, it's like <sighs> because the time is precious. You try to play as efficiently as possible. Yeah. The only yeah, time see, I, I ha- wander, I, I have more time to play than you guys. So that's why I'm, I'm taking everything in. The only time I wander is if I don't have a good chunk of time. Yeah. So I just kind of walk in the direction of my next objective and see, see what I run there. into. Yeah. I also did a little underwater exploring. I, uh, was doing a main story mission and it was on like a, a boat and there was like a, like a plank, like a walk the plank kind of plank on this boat, and I saw something shiny in the water. Ooh. So I, I jumped in and started swimming around, and of course I started to drown, but then I remember I had the Mirelurk steak. Oh. The Mirelurk queen steak or whatever. Yeah. Queen ribeye, I can't remember what it is, but it lets you breathe underwater. Oh, nice. I've been wondering if there's a way, because I always explore underwater. In yeah. Games. That's just something I, I remember EverQuest 2, that's all I did was explore I get, underwater. I get weirded out by going <laughs> underwater in games. I could see that. It's a weird well, it, place. I, the only reason I stuck with I did it for like half an hour, and the only reason I stuck with it so long is I had some sort of glitch where if I panned the the where I was looking down slightly, it was like I was above water, so I could see everything. Yeah. Uh, but of course, if I looked up, then it was back to being cloudy and really difficult to see. Um, but I took advantage of that glitch and kind of explored a little bit, and I thought I was onto something, but uh, I ended up just following a pipe for about thirty minutes that eventually <laughs> led to the water treatment plant. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you go in the water treatment plant? That's where I stopped. There's, there's. I just did that. I left off. There's some speculation that there might, for the expansions or uh, DLC, might add something underwater because someone uncovered a harpoon gun in the console commands. Mm. So they think that that might be something that you find to help combat underwater a little bit better. Are there so, bad guys underwater? I don't know. I haven't really get gone underwater at all. I found but, literally nothing in nothing. that entire half an hour. Nothing to pick up. Nothing interesting. Okay. It was just one spot, but yeah. And there's kind of a lot of water on the map, so it would make sense if they put some stuff underwater. You know, there's got to be something hidden. I'm sure. Got to be. They always do stuff like that. Yeah. So. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts, Corey? Um, not really. I, I do like the the philosophical aspect of, of where the main story is yeah, going. Yeah, I was going to talk about that a little bit too. There, I, I'm but the same, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I'm getting any opportunity to make a choice. Right. When this stuff comes up. Okay. Um, there, it's kind of a spoiler to talk about, but there was a mission where I had to do something to a synth, 
that I didn't feel like was appropriate. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't want it to happen, but just somebody else I was with just did it. Right. You know, like I want, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like in, in Fallout 3, like you could have made a decision that would have felt like you had some influence on what was happening. Right. Even if it was just made you feel that way, even if right. you weren't illusion didn't really have any, yeah, illusion. Um, <coughs> I don't know. I just I, I feel like I'm on a path that I don't really have any. Gotcha. Maybe that's maybe that's part of the game. Maybe that's part of the story. Yeah, that you're just swept up into events. What is it? Yeah. What does it mean to have free will? And you can't influence them at all. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Eric? Any any other further thoughts on on no. uh, Fallout Four? I really only got to play another few hours, mm. um, so I haven't done too much. I unlocked two more settlements, um, cleared out a couple places. I did the water treatment facility that Corey mm. just went to. Uh, <coughs> did I do another? I didn't do any more, more main story missions. Um, I did one uh, for the Minutemen um, in the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new character shows up, mm. older female character. Oh yeah, yep. yep. I did so I that did stuff. that. I did that one today. Um, but yeah, that's that's really about it. Still, it's great. But yeah. I was trying to beat Call of Duty, so it took away from my Fallout time, unfortunately. <laughs> right, especially with how how things turned out. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Hey Eric. Yeah. This is a yes or no question. Did you meet Sarge? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He met his maker. <laughs> <laughs> that's who I know. In the, the the basement? Yeah. Yeah. That's the person I was talking about last week that took me like half an hour to fight. Ugh. Oh, you didn't have your missile launcher. <laughs> I used it on the Mylord Queen. <clears throat> you used all your oh. ammo? I, oh, I have like so much missile to teach you, Padawan. I hadn't, I used, I hadn't ha- found any missiles yet. So the only yeah. missiles I had were at the thing, and I used on the Myler Queen, and then I did that mission right after. You know what I did for the Myler Queen? Uh, I stayed up on the ledge and used my sniper rifle. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. Hawked Molotov cocktails at her. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I was. She didn't come up and whack you though. Nope. She stayed on the other side, and every time she went up onto the ledge on the other side, I went down to the bottom until she came back down, and then I ran back uh, up. See, I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to keep running around. You know what I used though. What's that? Righteous Authority. Three mini nukes. Oh, oh I haven't shot a mini nuke I yet. Haven't, I'm, I can't wait to use the Fat Man. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for yeah. the right time to use the Fat Man. It kind of sucks, right though, because mini nukes are limited in the Wasteland, yeah. and I, I think used I, three of them. I think I have um, four or five. I think I've got three yeah. or four. I had 15 missiles when I went in to face Sarge. That's bull Took crap. him down pretty easy. I had a bunch of uh, landmines, too, that I put down. Uh-huh. Landmines do a good chunk on them. Try yeah. using a pipe rifle. Fuck that. And a laser gun. <laughs> Fuck that. And using what's her face and dog meat to soak bullets. For... They did nothing. Yeah. So, uh, Strong and what's her face got their asses thoroughly. Their, their patty asses got thoroughly trounced <laughs> <Yeah>. by Sarge. <coughs> and it well, was me playing a game of peekaboo with my missile launcher. <laughs> I felt like that terminal in the back would like deactivate him or something that's what i thought no that's just no, it's been forever trying to get over there and then i got over there and it's like oh it's inaccessible you yeah. have to kill him yep it's frustrating it's a hard fight in close quarters too yeah 
Yeah, you know what I did? I put a landmine down and accidentally blew it up on myself yeah. with a missile. Uh-huh. I didn't die, though. That's good. Really? I've got some pretty strong armor. Good for you. It's too heavy, though. Too much inventory. It's, it's making a real bitch of my inventory, the armor that I have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any more jank? No. Nothing. Nothing for me. Corey? Any more Jake you want to report on? Corey got a patch. It's a beta patch. Yeah. Did did you download it, Corey? Um, I don't think I did. I'm not. I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I opted into beta patches. Oh, okay. I looked at the patch notes though, and there wasn't anything too groundbreaking. I guess some like high priority stuff, but it's stuff that I haven't seen or had an issue with or anything so yeah plus by the i mean next week is when it comes out so yeah i think it's next week is there a console patch yeah oh good same i think they're getting at the same time as pc it's just the beta went out on pc first okay yeah it's just like quest bugs and stuff from what i understand a lot of the a lot of those bugs i didn't even have for the for the quests so i did have a little more jank this time around though what happened? Uh, P- disappearing Pip Boy. Has anyone had that one? No. Wow. Yeah, it would just disappear for a little while, and then hmm. it'll come back. Um, I, <clears throat> I have a t- I, on my tablet. I keep the second Pip Boy, mm-hmm. so I just use that <laughs> for the couple minutes that it was gone. And then sometimes when I switch guns, they'll vanish, and then like we'll show up like two or three seconds later. Yeah, that's kind of annoying too when you're trying to switch weapons fast. But yeah. That's my my jank that I've had uh, this past week that I've I've played it, but yeah, I'm still digging the old Fallout Four. I have a question. What's up? So I built my artillery. Yeah. So if I throw one of those smoke bombs, mm-hmm. do they just bomb that area? Yeah, as long as you're close enough to where where one of your settlements has. So you a, need a, to have artillery. it all over the place. You need to have them like scattered. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've got two at the castle and one at, in uh, Sanctuary. Okay. I just started putting those up in, in places, so yeah. I want to actually start using it, especially I, to take out Super Mutants. When I they did it on accident uh, with a Super Mutant Legendary, mm-hmm. um, but the guy called me, radioed me or whatever, and said that he too must have away. said it was too far away. Yeah. I don't know what he said. Yeah. but That's yeah. kind of cool. It is cool. It's it would make little... things a lot easier. Yeah, especially if, like you said, if you get cl- a couple guys closer together and you can surprise them with, uh, uh-huh. with, uh, with an artillery a, shell, a, a bombardment. <clears throat> it's pretty awesome, like the explosion. Yeah, yeah, I think the explosions look pretty nice. They do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They fit it well. Mm-hmm. Has Has anyone gotten the broadsider gun yet? No. It's a port- mm-hmm. portable uh, ship cannon that you can carry around and shoot cannonballs out of. Really? Yes. How heavy is that? It's pretty heavy. I found it. I haven't used it yet. 25 pounder? It's probably more than that. Uh, It's probably only one you'd want to bring along if you're wearing your power armor. I give it to Strong, and I only... He carries my missile launcher around. Oh, there you go. I took it from him when I needed it. needed it, it, yeah. That reminds me, um, in terms of companions, I think my favorite companion is Nick Valentine. Okay. I like Nick Valentine. I haven't had him accompany me. I just had... uh, I maxed out Kate, and then I just finished maxing out Piper, too. How do you know if you maxed them out? 
Uh, it'll tell you because if 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 they like you a certain amount, you'll get unlock like a mission for them, uh, and then it'll tell you uh, there'll be a little thing up at the top that says so and so is I think like enamored with you or infatuated with you. I think it said adored me. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't um, think I got any missions though. I got one for Kate. I did you do th- it? Yeah, I did. Is that it for her arc? I think so. Eh. What? I wasn't very happy with that. Yeah. I don't know. They I... don't. They don't give that stuff time. Like I don't know. Like I, I said, like it needs that stuff needs to marinate. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I. She agree. tells you you do something, and then <coughs> everything's fine. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it com- if anything else comes of it. I haven't I haven't gotten that far yet because I put her on the side sidelines after that and and took out Piper. Which Piper's yeah. fine. I know you've been using Piper, Will. Yeah, uh, that's who I left off using yeah. so far. I thought she hated all combat, but it's not. It's only when you like kill innocents and stuff. Yeah. So also doesn't. What like... happens when you? Sorry. No, you can go. What happens when you fall in love? Uh, you get you make love. Yeah, you if make you make babies? No, you can't make babies. Um you get uh the lover's embrace perk. So if you sleep in a bed near your your thing, you get a huge experience bonus. Oh. More so than the well rested. Nice. Yeah. I think it's called Lover's Embrace. Maybe. Cool. Yeah. I'll never love again after what they did to my wife. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I carry the wedding ring around. So do I, I. I still wear mine actually yeah. on my character. Yeah, mine has it on, and he has hers the, too. The, the extra one I put in the in the safe. Yeah. Cause There's two. Dan, you. Yeah, you have to take the other one off the corpse of your. Wife. You didn't get it, Corey. No. Oh my wow. god! You better go back to the vault. You. I just got the one. You are I, a heathen. I just went back to the vault actually and got the cry, the cry, cry later. Did you do because I could pick no I just, no because I could pick the locks now. Okay. I, I master for the hacking and master lock picker. I think I'm level thirty six. Oh jeez, I'm twenty nine. I'm twenty. That's still pretty good, Corey. Twenty one. Fourteen. <laughs> do do you think Dan you'll have it beaten by next week? I'll probably have it beaten by next week, yeah. Do you want to do a spoilery hangover? Yeah, definitely. How far away are you guys, do you think? Oh, I'm not going to be able to play it all this week. I'm right Uh, around where you Actually, I probably won't either. Corey? Okay. I'm at the point now where I could just power through the story if I I wanted to, but... Wait, I'll well, you're where I'm at, but you were giving me a hard time about the spoilers? I, I The mission where you have to go to the glowing sea. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm well past that. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. I'm doing that one right now. Okay. I think I'm going to actually do some story missions tonight instead of uh, farting around like I've been doing. I just want to play this game. Yeah. I just, got, I just got bored with the farting around. I wanted more out of it. I'm def- and the main story is giving it to me at this point, but... Yeah. I'm, I definitely wasn't bored from farting around. I the, Some of the side missions you find are really awesome. Really awesome. But yeah, that's all my thoughts for Fallout Four. I still adore that game uh, thus far. Yeah, it's so. great. Uh, Will you didn't play anything, right? Dan, <laughs> I played, you said you played Hero- Overwatch. You said Heroes. Oh, Overwatch. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, you kind of teased that. Um, oh, I want to complain about Heroes first real quick. Okay. Uh, so they put out their most recent update. And, you know, all the content they put in and balance changes are fairly good, in my opinion, throughout the lifespan. Who did they nerf? I didn't really look too much into that. Right. Um, the one thing they did change was they split. It used to be takedowns, and they split kills and assists and deaths into their own three separate things. Uh, I don't. <laughs> mo- I don't really care. When did this come out? Uh, Tuesday. It's funny because I was listening to uh, another podcast today, and he was talking about how he liked Heroes of the Storm because they don't show kills and deaths and how that's smart because it takes, you know, the some of the arguments away. Yeah. He's like, I really like that Blizzard did that because they saw how hostile some of the other environments were in the MOBAs, and now, <laughs> now they have it too. Uh, okay, so... I was talking about it, like, it doesn't bother me personally that much because I don't care, but I was thinking about it, and every game I've played since they've, like, separated those, uh, somebody has been fighting with another person on my team or me about the kill-death ratio, and that, to me, starts unnecessary fighting for no reason to just make some people happy. Yeah. I nobody like I don't know why people would care so much to have kills and assists into one thing. That's what I was going to ask. Was anybody clamoring for that to separate those out like that? Yeah, like the hardcore people from Dota and League who want to play here. Like that stupid stuff that like oh, I don't want to play that game. It doesn't do this. It's that's that kind of mentality. So, so don't play it. it. I'd rather they not play it cuz they're yeah. the ones that are flaming me for mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, it, it's just, like I said, it causes unnecessary tension in between the team, which you got to work together as a team. So if you're yelling at somebody for their their kill-to-death ratio in Heroes, they're not going to want to keep playing yeah. well. So, like, then they start to, like, play badly, and then it just spirals out of control. Happened every game I played. And I was thinking, like, the Blizzard's pitching this game as more of, like, a casual, like, hey, people who don't like MOBAs play this one. Because it's not like the others. For them, it's more rewarding for them to see they've got 40 takedowns and, like, six deaths. As opposed to having, like, three kills, six deaths, and, like, you know, like the split. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. I just, I really don't like that change. And I don't think it's for for the better. Yeah, I think uh, there was an interesting article. I think it was on Kotaku that I read maybe last week. It was a breakdown of... Uh, along with all the dialogue of an argument over, I think it was League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really interesting to see like how it starts and how it spirals like totally out of control. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't know that I've ever seen that specific thing cataloged before. Like I've seen it yeah. from playing Heroes, but you've never uh, seen it. It, it, it was it was interesting just to see like they all kind of start the same way. Yeah. Like it's crazy. That is really interesting. I bet if if that kind of stuff was like you said, cataloged yeah. uh, more often and was exposed a little more often. Well, that, I think it would reduce it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's I think that's why – I think it was Kotaku. Uh, that's why he, he wrote the article. He's like, you know, there's a lot of complaints about the toxicity of the environments that in these games, but there's not – there's no catalogs of it really. Like occasionally there will be 
like a quote from someone or something, but yeah. it, it was the full rundown of everything everyone said for for one. I think it was like a twenty five minute match that they ended up <laughs> his his team ended up quitting, or they, yeah, they ended up uh, forfeiting because because the team chemistry just fell apart. So wow. it, was, it was it was pretty interesting to read. <laughs> I wish I could give the person credit. I'm pretty sure it was a Kotaku. Yeah, it was on Kotaku. I'm gonna look because that that stuff. Reading it is funny to me, but when you're in it, it's, oh, it's, the it's infuriating. Thing. No, no, no question. Because like uh, for me, like I don't play every day. Like I'm used to be able to. Well, right, so, and that's like, that's my thing too. Like I, I just it doesn't it, none of it gets to me personally. It's just like I don't need this kind of aggravation. Like I just want to yeah play casually and and move on. You know. So like my daily was to play a specialist. So like I chose Sylvanas, who's like my second favorite character. So yeah. like I started off really rough, and I was just like I just knew I was just waiting for me to get it. It never really happened. Uh, but I don't know. I just don't like that change very much. And yeah. I think it's just going to cause more problems than... And I'm kind of surprised that Blizzard did that. I don't know why. I was going to say, I feel I feel like, uh, especially with Heroes of the Storm, Blizzard's kind of having a little bit of an identity crisis because they want it to be this casual, accessible MOBA. But at the same time, they do stuff like that that caters to the hardcore. Yeah, to the and eSports. They're trying to yeah, sit, sit the fence. You spread yourself too thin and... All of a sudden, nobody cares anymore. You know, you've, you've sort of ruined it. Because you, you guys remember before Heroes of the Storm came out, there was that leak that said internally Blizzard didn't think Heroes of the Storm would be anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if, you know, because of its success, they're kind of taking it in a direction that wasn't what they initially envisioned for it, you know? Yeah. And, like, everything Blizzard's done, like, character-wise and, like, Battleground-wise has been, like, awesome. Like, the new Battleground they put out is really fun what it is is like there's three like you know how the forts are set up and there's like the two layers of forts but now there's only one on each side and what happens is is you can't attack the core directly what you do is when these altars pop up you capture it and if you capture it your you shoot like missiles at the other team's core so the two healths are at 40 so you have four bases each uh, and, like, if you capture an altar, you shoot four missiles at and it takes off four points. But what you can do is you can go to the other team's forts and capture them. So you have all of their forts, so you shoot more missiles yeah. at the team, and that's how you take it down. So, like, that's a really neat and, like, inventive way to do a new, like, a map. And, like, something that the <coughs> the meta for the game that's been established is, like, totally turned upside down yeah. and everything like that. Because sieging isn't that as important as it would be in, like, every other battleground. It's a little bit different. And then they have a two-person character, too, which and, is also interesting. Yeah, he's actually a lot of fun. I was going to mention him next. Like, Cho Gall is really cool uh, how he plays. Like, one person controls it and is the warrior and takes damage. Like, when the game starts out, he has, like, 5,000 health or something like that. But the um, the other person is the assassin, so, like, they do a bunch of damage. And how it is is there's only four heroes technically, like, out there. But there's the two and one, so like it causes this weird like, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. But like he's a lot of fun to play, and like Gaul, who's the assassin, can do a ton of damage. And it's just kind of cool because like this is a hero that is also really complicated, but also really good for beginners because people who play the game can play Cho, who controls the character, yeah. and the other people can be Gaul and just do damage. Right. Uh, and there's like an attack that he has where Cho rolls a ball out and Gaul activates it, so it does the damage. So like you got the teamwork going with that. That's and cool. it's just like cool stuff like that. <coughs> um, 
but yeah, like other than that, I think everything Blizzard has done with Heroes of the Storm has been really good. Uh, they've put out a really good game. I think that's just like the one. It's like a small stupid thing, but I think it's their only like misstep in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. But I don't see it ever changing. So. Right. So I just had a great idea. What's that? For a Heroes of the Storm character. What's that? <laughs> so you know how in Overwatch they included a StarCraft player? They should have a Hearthstone pro player be a character in Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> and then you play a game of Hearthstone. That's your mechanic. Or you have, like, certain cards or something. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. That would be really cool. <laughs> I like that idea. Copyright it. Could you imagine yeah. the game just, like, taking a quick halt for the <laughs> Hearthstone match? Take his, take his turn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would be very entertaining to me to watch that break down. Uh, but that, I played that, and then the other one's Overwatch. Now, I took no notes for this, so this is going to be off the cuff, so it might be a little messy. So I played for, I think, six hours on Friday. Nice. Um, I'll start off by saying I do really like Overwatch. I'm bad at it, though. Oh, okay. It's kind of... It's different. It's very different, because I equate it to, like, MOBA of shooters, um... It's like Team Fortress, and every character does their own different things. So there's, like, warrior heroes who are, like, are tanks and whatnot. And then there's people who are uh, the damage-dealing ones. Uh, there are support ones who heal and, like, do all that stuff. And then there's builders who build turrets and can turn into turrets and stuff like that. So in this, there was three maps. Uh, there's, like, eight or nine in the game, but they wanted to, when they opened the game up for the weekend to more people that they wanted to get more data on these three maps. Mm -hmm. So it was King's Row, Watchpoint, Gibraltar, and Hanumura were the three maps. Uh, So the different maps play, like, one of them is you capture a point, and then a payload will come out, and you have to escort it all the way to the other team's base. Uh, That was on King's Row. (laughs) Um, And same thing with Watchpoint, Gibraltar. That was the objective for it. And on Hanumura, it's like your normal, like, sort of like domination, Eric. You capture a point, and then you can go to the other one and capture the other point and whatnot. So those were the three maps that they featured. And all the characters were in the game. I think there was 21 characters. Wow. Um, So, yeah, like, you got to see a lot of different uh, heroes uh, out there. So, like, the one I played a lot of was Tracer, who was kind of like the poster uh, yeah. character yep. of the game and what she does is she's really cool she's got dual like submachine guns and her ability is she doesn't sprint but what she does is teleport so like you'll just be teleporting across the map and you have a three charge for it so once you use the three charges you wait like a little bit for it to respawn and even if you use one or two and then wait like it'll respawn from that like you don't have to use all three mm-hmm. so like this is the this is also the hero that like people who want to be like oh I'm real good play uh, for whatever reason, I really like those heroes. Like, that's why I play as, like, Nova and heroes. Yeah. For whatever reason, I've always been, like, I want to do a lot of damage. So that's what Tracer does. And, like, it's a lot of fun to, like, manipulate these abilities and whatnot. And, like, her E ability, like, there's different abilities everybody has. There's, like, the E, um, R, and Q. And, like, one of her buttons she activates, she rewinds. So the last place she was, she goes back to us. So, like, you'll teleport and, like, if you're like, oh, that was a bad spot to put myself into, you can quickly press that button and you'll rewind. So, mm-hmm. like, you'll get converged on by a bunch of people and, like, you just teleport out Is of it. About? Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool. So, like, that's who I played as a lot of. Um, but I use a lot of – I use Mercy in support, and she's a healer. Uh, and what she does is she, like, kind of, like, uses her wand to either, like, give you a shield 
or bump your health up. So, like, you just kind of go from hero to hero. And what she does is she glides to different heroes on the map. So, like, if I saw Dan running across the stage, I could press my sprint button, and I would just, like, kind of glide to you, uh, and I'd be healing you while I do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the different heroes all have, like, their own different abilities and stuff like that. So it's really cool. So it has the touch of a MOBA in it, yeah. uh, but with it being a shooter yeah. with a central objective. One of the things I, I wanted to mention is it's it's a little bit weird as a shooter. I, I played something similar, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, which I can't talk about yet. But yeah. one of the things that's different is, like, you, you're you used to playing shooters like a one-kill headshot. Yes. And that taking the player down. But, like, even headshots, like, it, it takes a few headshots to take a player down. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. And it takes a little while to get used to that. It really is. Um, and, like... Every, like every hero too, and this has a different health pool. So like Tracer yeah. has 150 hit points, right? Which is really low. Um, and a hero like Reinhardt, who I thought was overpowered, uh, has like 500. He's a tank, and what he, what he does is he has this big hammer. He has a shield that he can put up. He has an ability where he shoots like a, he slams his hammer down and like a like a like an Shock energy wave. Wi- yeah goes out and hits people and it does a lot of damage. And then he has a sprint ability where he like steps and then locks and charges so like he can use that as an ability or if he hits somebody he pins them up against the wall uh and then his ultimate is where he slams the ground and like everybody in the area falls down and is stunned for a bit mm-hmm. i thought reinhardt was overpowered because when i played as him i destroyed everybody mm-hmm. with him and when people when you went against them like you couldn't you couldn't stop them yeah uh there's ways around it but like everybody was just a lot of people were new so like trying to figure out the game yeah at that point so like nobody really knew what to do. Um, let's see what else. I also played uh, Reaper, who is another hero who is the guy who wears like the skull mask, wearing all black, the dual shotguns. Uh, what he does is he does a Reaper walk where he turns. <coughs> he doesn't turn invisible, but he becomes like a wraith, so you can see him, and he like doesn't take damage, but he's like sprinting through like an area, mm-hmm. so you can't be hit. So like you can get away uh, from that, and then like you can spawn and be ready to shoot. Like if you go into a building. And stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the heroes, you have to have like a good team build um, to be effective. Like in a MOBA. Like in a MOBA. And like different heroes are very good at de- like either attacking or defending. Like one of them is called Lucio. Uh, and he's like a musical based hero. I didn't play him, so I don't know his abilities very well. Uh, but like he's better on attacking mm-hmm. and then as opposed to defending. I like that. Yeah. Music bass. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. He Is like he like a, a modern bard? I was going to say, like a bard. Sort of. <laughs> he has rollerblades, and he rollerblades he's through the very map. very modern bard. And he can, like, wall ride a little bit on the walls, and, like, he heals people, and he's a really fast hero, and he kind of, like, buffs people a little bit, too, and, like, his weapon is, like, he shoots, like, a sound wave. I might use him. He's pretty cool. Um, I saw a lot of people using him. So. Sounds pretty awesome. Uh, and a lot of well, there's a lot of really cool heroes in the game. Like there's Bastion who sets up like turrets and whatnot, and like you can just sit up on top of like a building and like rain down turret fire. But like I can be Tracer and I can zap up to him and like get behind him and kill him and stuff like that. Uh, and there's like your uh, sniper uh, heroes. There's Widowmaker who uses a bow or not a bow, a sniper rifle, and then there's Hanzo who uses a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, these all heroes all do something different, and they have ultimate abilities. Yeah. Um, I had no issues. Like, like there was no... I felt like the servers weren't actually stressed. I don't know 
like they wanted to push them, but they had no lag or anything like that. Uh, I don't I don't think they went. They might have went down like on Sunday because I only played Friday night because I was busy the rest of the weekend. Right. So like like I said, I put in six hours and there was no. And from like I was on the subreddit and like nobody said like the servers had any issues and whatnot. Um, but. You know, one thing I do think they should do uh, is they should let some of the people who are in that beta keep playing. Because I know people who play the game now complain that they wait 10 minutes for a match. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they need to have more people <coughs> in it. Especially because, like, the big streamers now who got in aren't playing it now. Right. They're playing Fallout. They're playing yeah. Fallout and other games. So yeah. I think it would probably be good for Blizzard to I think people in. got the beta access to... Uh, the World of Warcraft thing, too. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, but I also do think the people that got in now for the... Because they're going to do more of these weekends where they play, have people come in and play. I think the people who got in aren't going to be in the next wave. So, like, that gives you guys the opportunity to get in. All right. So... It's not going to happen. I got mine out of the way now. Dan and I are never going to get in. Nope. <laughs> Blizzard says no. Um, but... A lot of people, like, were criticizing the game a little bit, saying, like, it's not that great. Uh, a lot of people's hype went down. I, I saw more positive than negative, but uh, <coughs> there are some complaints. What were about. the negative thoughts? Uh, some people complained about the maps and the objectives were all the same. Uh, it's basically either capturing points on the map or capturing a point to direct a payload to another point. Um, and Blizzard, I read, said that the characters that they have are balanced for, like, all the objectives, so I don't know how they're gonna... Blizzard's very focused on balance, as everybody knows. Yeah. So, like, they don't know how they would have more uh, multiple game modes, so there might not be that many game modes in this, but... As long as it's fun to play, that's all that matters. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun. It was, like, I was getting frustrated like I would for a shooter, um... But that's just how I get when yeah. I when I lose and don't do well. Um, yeah, there's uh, ta- there's like there's like kills, and then there's final blow. So if you get a final blow, which is like for heroes, it would be the kill, yeah. uh, and then there'd be the assist, which is like if you shot somebody once or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cool thing at the end of the game is you can vote for the most valuable player. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so, like, and they have a play of the game <laughs> at the end, so, like, it'll be, like, I had one where I was Tracer, and it was, like, player of the game, and it was Tracer, me, and then it showed me, like, where I teleported behind somebody, killed them, teleported to another area, killed them, rewinded, and threw my grenade, uh, and it stuck somebody and killed two people. Nice. I don't even think my brain could handle all that at one... <laughs> Ten-second interval. <laughs> and let me tell you, Tra- like some of these heroes are really hard to kill because Tracer is like a really short British woman, <laughs> and they're like they're small, like <laughs> small characters, and like Widowmaker. You can't even tell where Widowmaker is on the map because these the, most of the female characters are really small, so like hitting them is impossible. Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you can vote. Like, they have stats for, like, oh, this person took the most damage during the game. Um, yeah. Winston's a cool hero. Yeah. Too, by is the he way. the big gorilla? Yeah, he's the big gorilla. Now, well, could a person... Oh, go ahead, Eric. Is the gunslinger dude in there? Like, the western... Uh, Bakree, yeah. Is he good? Did you try him? I did not try him. I only tried, like, five heroes. I wanted to try him. He, uh... I know he got nerfed recently. Uh, so... <laughs> He already got nerfed. 
<laughs> but okay. yeah, uh, and the heroes they announced or characters, whatever they are, uh, they announced at BlizzCon are in there. So hmm. nice. Yeah. Well, could I, as a terrible competitive first-person shooter player, have fun with Overwatch? I would say alone, no. With us, yes. As a team, yeah. That's with anything, though. Because, like, if you, because when you're playing solo queue, you like, like I would choose a hero, and then somebody would choose the same hero, uh, and like if you, it tells you what you need in the team comp. So like, you know, be like you have no builders. So like the last person that'll be up there, but they'll just choose like tracer. Even though there's already one on the team and it's another offense hero, you can get away with having kind of a skewed build. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I feel like if we had a team going with like a good breakdown, like we could do really well and focus the objective because like kill death isn't the important part of this game. Uh, so like, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, for me, it bothers me still because I'm still in my Call of Duty high school days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as a team, you would have a lot of fun. As I don't think you would like it that much if you played alone. Hmm. You're letting me down. Yeah. I I, could, maybe just based on um, what I've been seeing and hearing about the game, I, I envisioned it being like hugely successful, but based on what you're telling me, I don't know. Anymore. I was surprised that you and Dan were that interested in it. To be honest. I still think this is going to be a big success for them. Yeah, oh, it will I'm be. sure it will be. Yeah. I just feel like if... I, I would say it for all of us, really. I don't think any of us would really like it alone. Yeah. But... Once I found out it had a $40 price tag, too, that kind of... Uh, that's cooled off Kind of cooled me off on it. I still want to play it, but... Because, like, the way I look at it is, are you going to want to pay $40 for this if you're going to be playing alone? Right, yeah, that, that's just it. For you know that, yeah. And um, even multiplayer games I really enjoy. I don't. I play for a month and then I'm usually done. Exactly. I <clears throat> think me and Eric, out of everybody, would like it the most alone. Yeah. But that's because we've been playing shooters like that for a long time. I think <laughs> we can split it. We could. Well, no, we wouldn't both no, be able you, to play. It. I think you have to have an account. Yeah. Shit. Blizzard. Yeah. Never mind. Um. But if all of us were playing, like, a lot, this game would be easily worth the 40. Yeah. But that's up to us as a podcast to be able to actually... We'll have to evaluate effect- Effectively do comes. that. Yeah. I mean, that's that was another one of the complaints that people had, was solo yeah. playing. And I can see that, but I thoroughly enjoyed playing it. I had fun through my six hours. Okay. I was upset when I went to go play it the other day and couldn't. Yeah. So. All right. Nice. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Eric, you have anything? Yep, a couple things. But I wanted to start, uh, Dan. Yes. Oh. Thanking wh- whomever anonymously gave another donation to my Extra Life campaign. Yeah. Very generous donation. Absolutely. Uh, whomever you are, that was very nice of you. Yeah, thank you very and much. And thank you for the kind words, too. Yep. Um, said they were a longtime listener and, you know, yeah. enjoyed the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So thank you for that. And let's see. I played. I want to talk about Snappables, which I got for my mobiles. The reason that I got that one is somebody mentioned in one of the reviews that it was kind of similar to Pokemon Snap, which I loved on uh-huh. Nintendo 64. So I was like, shit, I'll try this game out. And hey, Eric, it is. Yeah. Before you get started, how do you spell that? Snap. 
Uh-huh. I M A L S. Snappables. Okay. Yeah. And I haven't played it too too much. Uh, I'll probably play tonight while I'm lying in bed when I get home. Um, but yeah, you basically like the first area is a jungle, and you go through the jungle, and there's like monkeys, and yeah. elephants, and like these little deers and a baboon, and you try to get the best picture you can. And they judge you on like size of the picture and angle of the picture, stuff like that. And that's like yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. It's great. <laughs> did Zynga make that game? It's dumb fun. I don't believe Zynga did make okay. that game. No. Um, the thing that they get you with is you run out of film. Uh, <laughs> you can okay. pay for more film or you can wait. Okay. I, I'll wait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also got like upgrade to your like museum and like ticket booths to your museum where you, hi- where you hang your pictures and stuff like that. So huh. a little bit of that kind of stuff going on too, but I've had fun with it for the, the brief time that I played it. It was fun. Uh, can you upgrade back- your lens? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. It's cool, though. Like, if you liked Pokemon Snap, I would suggest you try it out. Scratches that itch? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Still need Pokemon Snap, too, though. Yeah. Still clamoring for that. Um, The other thing I played was I bought Forza Horizon 2 on the Xbox One Black Friday sale. Um, I got the standard edition for 25 bucks, which is the cheapest I've ever seen that game. It just it never goes on sale. Yeah. I, I watch the sales every week, and it's never on sale, so... I, I picked it up. It's one I've had my eye on. And uh, I'll tell you what, Forza knows how to put together a package. Yeah. Like, the regular Forza games have just, like, this cra- like classy feel to them. Like, I don't know, just the way they present everything. It's just so cool to me. Yeah. Um, so Forza Horizon is more of, like, a, an arcade racer. It's it's open kind of open world. Yeah, it's too. an open world. You can drive all over the place, and you don't really yeah. get penal, penalized for it. Um, so the theme behind this one is it's the Horizon Festival, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like what it's everything evolves around. That's where your garage is. At least right now, I haven't gotten too far into it. Um, but it's it's definitely got like a festival vibe to it with the music and everything, and all the partying that's going on. And I think it's it's set. I want to say it's in Italy along, like, the cliffs or something. Okay. Something like that. Really cool look to it. And uh, it's just so well put together. And they just nail the aesthetic part of it. I, I really appreciate that about them. So, um, having a good time with that. Nice. Looking forward to playing some more of it. This is the only racing game I've ever really wanted to play. It, it was very well reviewed. Mm-hmm. People loved it, so that's that's why I wanted to get it. And it's an Xbox exclusive, so mm-hmm. I always like to get the exclusives. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I think Will and I are going to play some Rainbow Six Siege beta tomorrow. Yeah, I should for next that. week. Yes. What time? I'm good after five thirty. Okay, I'll be good around then too. Perfect. On PC? No. Mm. Well. Well, is there a chance you'd play tomorrow at 5? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm on my girlfriend's schedule for the next four days. Corey, I hear you. I'm going to be at the in-laws from Thursday night to Sunday night. No games. Yeah. Bring on the booze. Um, Well, I'll tell you what, Corey. I could go home and download it. And then if we're going to play, we play. If we don't, we don't. (laughs) Yeah. What, where do I find it on there? You play, probably. Uh, yeah, you play. Like, go to uplay.com? Yeah, uh, Ubisoft, download. It's a client like Origin or Steam. 
Uh, you'll have to try and yeah. That, that's that's my thought too. I'm like, I don't remember my UPlay login info. That's gonna be a. a I bitch. probably just, do just because of um, Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay, yeah. All you gotta do is play a Ubisoft game, and then the client just opens. And I don't think you have to sign in because I think it automatically does it. Okay. Because it's tied with your Steam account. Oh, that's right. So. Okay, so I'll download like Child of Light. <laughs> just play that. Every, <laughs> every time I log into Origin, which is every time they have the free game on the house, yep. it's the only time uh, I have to reset my password because I can never. <laughs> remember what it is. So do yeah. I'll need to download like the UPlay client? <clears throat> no, if you have any uh, Ubisoft games in your Steam library, apparently you can sign. I don't. Sign in I don't think that. I do. Yeah, I don't know. Eric. Download Child of Light. I probably know what my password is. Yeah. But yeah, download the Uplay client and then and then sign in from there. The beta should be in there. Yeah, I would yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I've never like, played Uplay stuff on the PC. Like so. like Battlefront. Uplay sucks balls. Yeah, well, yeah, it does. It was always pretty janky for yeah, Batman. It sucks ass. Yeah. I think it was I don't know, Batman's <laughs> not Uplay. No, that's uh Warner WB. Brothers some some jank. Yeah. They have their own stupid, like the only game that uses that, stupid yeah. account shit. I took a picture of a chimp, Eric. Oh, you got it? Yeah. How do you like it? It's cute, it's right? It's kind of neat looking. Very it's fun silly. from what I can see. <laughs> okay. I think that's all I played, Dan. All right. Corey, do you have anything? Uh, I just want to talk about, I had quite a few fun Rocket League games of late. A lot of real close ones. I don't know if the matchmaking is getting better or not, but I had a few firsts today. Ooh. Uh, I had an aerial goal, nice. but I did it with great style. That's one of the ones where I had to use full boost to like just tip it up a little bit further. But when I did, I landed, fell on the top of my car, and slid in the goal underneath the ball. Oh, nice. nice. It was really cool. Did you save it? No, it score. Yeah, yeah, the I saved replay? the replay on that. These other ones I kept forgetting, though. I was like, oh, going to save the replay for this one. And then when it comes time to do that, I just for- forgot and blanked and don't have it. It's lost to the ether. Or does it save them for a certain amount of time? I, I don't you. think so. Yeah. Uh, another one I had, just like a really cool save at like center court. It was one of those ones that you could tell by the trajectory that it was going to, you know, <laughs> just go right in the net or like take a bounce and then go in. So I just headed it off at the pass and was like all the way up at the top of the court. Yeah. And that's where I stopped it. And that was really cool. Uh, But then I had a 3v2 game where I was on the two and uh, I had a hat trick and we won 3-1. Those those are the best games. Yeah. We just, the guy I was playing with, uh, we just kept complimenting each other like, wow, nice shot. (laughs) We were beating three guys start too. Every time that's happened to me on PS4 after the game, if we won, the guy, I always get a friend request from the person. That's awesome. Friends for life. (laughs) Yep. It's funny too, because the, the game right after that, we were on opposing teams and, uh, we were, there was a play like at his end and I gave him, he was playing goalie and I just gave him a nice nudge. Uh, and then he did the same to me at our end a little bit later on in the game. It's like the Felino brothers. Yeah, there you go. That actually happened to me in Halo. I think it was Halo 3 back in the day playing online. It was 4v, 4v2, uh, and we were playing Team Slayer or something. And uh-huh. we, we came from behind in one because we like hunkered – the two of us hunkered down in one spot. We ended up winning, coming from behind winning the game. So – Afterwards, the guy friend requested me, and we, yeah. we were friends on Xbox Live for a while. But yep. mm-hmm. I don't think we ever played again after that. No, no. but it's nice to still have. Cool, that, yeah, man. still a cool moment. I'll I never, actually never did play that. with one of them again, but okay. 
Not usually. Yeah. That's a it's good feeling, nice, though, though when isn't you, it? Yeah, when you come from, like, a position of being an underdog, how you yeah. have that immediate relationship with that other person. Yeah. The best is when you get down, though, and then you come back when you're 3-2 mm-hmm. and you come back and you win. Oh, man. I get so fucking pumped when that happens. <sighs> oh. It's the best. That game is yep. too good. A lot of fun. Any else, Corey? Nope. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I played, other obviously other than fall, a lot of Fallout 4, was uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, uh, which, oh, yeah. like I said, the the wife got me for our anniversary. Uh, we didn't play that much. We did three three levels. Uh, it's it's just an adorable game. Um, the cutest. Yeah, the <laughs> the the art style is fantastic. Everything's like handcrafted, like made out of cloth. And it, Damn it. <laughs> I, I do too much talking with my hands, and then I bash my microphone. I've been hitting the mic a lot today, too. Yeah. Um, everything's, like, uh, knitted and, and handcrafted and pieces of fabric, like, stitched together. Um, at, at least to this point, we haven't had too much trouble with it, uh, but we're in the easy levels. We kind of get in each other's way a little bit. There's, uh, I think it's the B button on the, the Wii U controller, or is it the A button? I don't know. They're they're switched from uh, Xbox 360, so mm-hmm. or that you know the Xbox controller. Yeah. Uh, but it, you eat the other person, and then turn them into a yarn ball, which is kind of like kind of disconcerting if we're trying to make jumps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's fairly simple simple mechanically. Like you know you have your jump and you've got like a floaty jump that you can use to get on other things, but uh, you sw- also swallow yarn balls. So when Yoshi eats an enemy, you press down on the D pad. And he like poops it out into a yarn ball, and you throw yarn balls like that's that's you could throw yarn balls at enemies, you could throw them at uh, through like spo- like sponge type of material, mm-hmm. like in Corey. You remember Rayman? Yeah. How uh, the the little guy would go through the like cake in the the uh, Mexican food levels. Oh yeah, that type of thing. Like you mm-hmm. you would go th- eat through that uh, that material or whatever. I got um, you. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. There's also like uh, more advanced platforming things that you can find in the game. So um, this one, there's there's you got to find because you got to find the the yarn from other yarn Yoshi's that gets taken by the bad guy right at the beginning. So mm-hmm. you got to find those yarn balls and uh, and like there's little flowers that you that you need to find. And then every level, there's there's twenty different stamps that you can collect for uh, posting in the Miiverse. So you got to make sure you collect all the gems in there too for that. So we haven't played that much, uh, maybe an hour tops. But that art it's really style fun. is so good. Isn't it, it is very, very good. Oh. It's very pleasing. Mm-hmm. Very pleasing. So uh, we'll probably, like I said, my wife has about three weeks left of school, so we'll be able to play some more games after that. Mm-hmm. Um, play some Yoshi. Hopefully, back to Skylanders too. Yeah. So I know you haven't played much, Dan, but. Yeah. Is there a good reason to play this to play this game? Uh, I would say, I would say it's not uh, not one to play by yourself. I mean, okay. it's it's a it's a platformer. It's a cute platformer, but uh, I think co op is really the way you right. should experience Yoshi's Woolly World. That's what I would get. It just it doesn't seem like there's any like groundbreaking kind of thing in there. No, I mean, if you've played any of the like Yoshi's World games, it's similar to similar to those. Um Yeah. You you play it for the art style, really. Um and and it's really neat to see uh how they create the worlds out of, you know, like I said yarn and cloth and and all the handcrafty type stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. 
But yeah, uh, I mean, I can certainly let you borrow it at some point. I want to play this really bad. It. It's, it's, it's a cool game. I'm, I accidentally let my GameFly subscription. Oh, go for another month. Go for another month, which is all right because I think it's like twenty some bucks. Okay, and I'll get that money. That money's worth. Um, and I'll probably get this on there too. I got Mario Party Ten in the mail yesterday. Oh, nice. That... Got to find someone to play with me. No, no that... Splatoon. <laughs> oh God, not yet. That's the... you don't want to play Mario Party by yourself. <laughs> That's no. the perfect game fly game. Yeah. Yep. I'll, hopefully, I can round up three other people at least and play some Mario Party. Yeah, because oh. they're fun. But I'll drive up and play. Sure. Playing by yourself. Yeah. Well, I might be coming out. Well, I'm definitely coming out on Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, for some celebration yep. celebrationing but um maybe f- even Friday I don't know yet oh dang okay that's all I played do we have anything else we want to talk about game wise I got nothing not played wise nah alright uh feedback yeah we got a long email from Tito oh cool uh about fallout I believe oh beautiful how much we hate talking about Fallout. <laughs> Stupid game. I will try and read it without coughing. All right. Uh, email from Tito in L.A. who says, uh, Tito in L.A. with a long one. Sorry. I meant to get this in last week for the Fallout 4 episode, but I got sidetracked with work. Uh, story. Still continuing my playthrough of Fallout 4 using the parent state of mind approach. I normally can't play games that are this wide open, but playing this as a mother, it keeps me focused on doing this story. It's really made me enjoy the game. I found myself doing things I've never done before in games. I'm actually declining certain missions or picking dialogue options I normally wouldn't. For example, when Preston asked me to lead the Minutemen, I told him I had my own problems and I couldn't focus on that right now. Codsworth disliked that too. I would never do this before. Before I accepted every mission and normally I pick dialogue options that will get people to like me. I think it's awesome because my personal experience is making the story better because I had similar problems uh, as Corey, where it just felt too weird avoiding the major plot. This doesn't mean I'm only focusing on story missions and not exploring other things. While traveling on a mission, he says I ra- rarely ever use fast travel, I let myself explore because it makes sense for scavenging, or if a building is in my way, I'll check that out. I'm at the part where I need to go into the glowing sea. It's a big moment in the story because, story-wise, my character is trying to figure out what I'll need to survive that mission. So this were a movie this is the montage sequence where i go back to the base and start stockpiling necessities and getting everything ready for my upcoming mission pretty awesome yeah i'm definitely gonna role play with my second character yeah i I have to because like i said i at the like when i when i beat the game i'll have experienced like most of the things that you can experience in the game yeah um so i'm like i'll just go and role play like like that kind of Ahead, but Corey. at the same rate, like, there, there's only – the dialogue, it just boils down to yes, no, maybe sarcastic. Yeah, I kind of Those are your that. four options. I kind of get that, yeah. I'm uh, with Corey on that one. I think the 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 role-playing opportunities, I think, are limited Yeah. In this, in this for sure. I don't know. Tito seems to be enjoying it. Yeah, well, that's like what he's doing is one of the two ways right. you can – role play yeah you know i see what you're saying okay what's uh, the other way to role play <laughs> just say yes to everybody okay be a I'm yes man saying yeah play it <laughs> as, play it as a, a yes no man. man okay yes man or i no don't know man. i i yeah 
I'm, I have so many mixed feelings about Fallout 4, but I still really like it. I mean, how many shades of gray do you want, though? Like, I kind of least three. Well, no, I I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that it that it that it keeps you keeps you a little bit focused in this, you know. Yeah, I guess, but it's just I don't know. I it, I'm used to something else. I it, think it, all it feels like a step back. And I think they're restricted because they did voice acting for all of it. Yeah. No, a lot of people didn't like the voice acted main character specifically. It's really easy to just let a writer have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, that's a, it's an easy thing to implement in that's a game fair. is script. That's fair. I personally like the Dialogue voice voiced main character. I think they had a vision for the main story and yeah. wanted to really go all in on it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like the voice acting. I really like the voice acting, but I don't think everything needs to be voice acted. I know. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. You you wanted like a happy medium between a a Mass Effect and a and a Skyrim, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to Tito's email bugs. I had one scripting bug that I thought was weird when I when going to Diamond City. I entered the bar where Paul Pembroke got in a fight with Henry Cook, the bartender, because Paul's wife wouldn't come home from the bar. I didn't do anything, and it, and it couldn't talk to the characters because the game said the character is busy. They start shooting at each other at the bar, and Henry kills Paul. Paul's wife doesn't even flinch and continues drinking. Everyone leaves. Later on, after getting Nick Valentine, Paul's wife comes to me asking if I've seen her husband. I could admit that he was dead. The top option was something about Henry Cook, but what was weird is I also had the option of admitting I killed him. The bottom option. I laughed because of how distorted this that side mission became. Hopefully, I didn't miss any good loot from it. I actually just did that mission, Tito. Um, mine had a different outcome, but yeah, uh, that was kind of weird. I agree. I didn't do this. <coughs> yeah, it's it's kind of neat. Spoilers. Yeah, not really. Like I said, mine ended up completely differently than than that. Mods. In order to join my playthrough, I've installed a couple mods. I changed my encumbrance to a thousand because the inventory management started to cripple my enjoyment. Normally, I would do a mission or two, then unlock at base uh, or unload it back at base. Uh, but it got go. I got to the point where even after unloading and keeping things I wanted for playing, I only had forty pounds free, which is pretty much nothing. I didn't want to drop the weapons I had or the armor I like to switch to, so I said, "Fuck it," and modded that shit. Now I start with one thousand, <laughs> and every point of strength adds fifty instead of the normal twenty to twenty-five. I might go back and use 500 instead of 1,000. I know people say it's not immersive for the unlimited carrying weight, but my, in my opinion, it's already not immersive to begin with. Uh, but it does cheapen the gameplay component by going with limited. That's why I still keep a limit. And surprise, surprise, the game is still enjoyable. In fact, even more so. One of the things I like about this game is that you can do stuff like that and make it enjoyable yeah, for yourself. Exactly. I didn't know that each strength point adds 25 points to, or 25 pounds of carrying. Yeah. 10. Ten. I think it depends on your character. Yeah, if you're there's a, a, there's a perk that gives you plus twenty five. Yeah, yeah. If you're a hunk, you get that perk. <laughs> Made a pretty hunky <laughs> guy. <laughs> Wait, it depends on your character. Yeah, it yeah. depends on the perks and stuff that you unlock. Oh yeah, come on, Corey. Yeah. So I should do the perk, not the strength points. Yeah, I mean, you might have to get the strength points to the point where you can unlock the perk. But I can do the perk. Yeah, I almost did it today. Okay. I, I'm going to. I went for armor, too. one. Okay. You idiot. I know. Well, it's getting bad. I can imagine. The inventory management's getting rough. <laughs> it's I, like I have like literally like 15 pounds free on me, which is nothing, wow. as you know. After all your stuff? 
Yeah. Really? My yeah. armor's heavy. Oh, that's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I try to keep but my But my guy light. looks naked. It's okay. He's got Are you wearing, some... uh, you can wear undergarments. Are you wearing those? He's got his panties on, but he's got some sort of weird chest armor. It's almost like a cage. Some clothes you can wear under that. Like, I'm wearing the Vault 111 jumpsuit underneath my armor. There's certain pieces of armor that you can wear underneath. I hope I still have like, my jumpsuit. Like yeah, the Brotherhood like, of Steel like ones. uniforms and stuff. Yeah. Well, I stole a couple of Vault 114 jumpsuits. There you go. <laughs> that would work. Pick them up. Maybe I'll toss one of them babies on. Yeah, because you can use those at, like at, for added added uh, electricity and, and uh, um, not electricity, radiation stuff uh, bonuses. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a whirl. Yeah. Yeah, because he's butt ass naked. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can Heavily imagine. armored, but also naked. Naked underneath his armor. I'm wearing nothing under my armor. Yeah. Naked. <laughs> I did the same thing to Sturgis. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> he mans my guard towers. Yeah, I have. Uh, I sl- I started taking Kate with me again after I maxed out Piper, and I put her in the Vault 114 jumpsuit, and then. Her armor on top of it. Nice. I, she's wearing like heavy armor. Um, and then Tito goes on to say, I also use a full dialogue mod that shows the entire response of my character instead of a paraphrase. I don't trust the paraphrasing much like in Mass Effect. Totally agree. Yep. Uh, also downloaded the Lord Weapons mod where my character has her gun lowered when not in combat. Small mods that don't alter the game drastically. Yeah, is there, so is there a way to holster? <coughs> hold, down, hold down the reload button. Uh, there you are. Yeah, but that'll holster your weapon. Because I do that, too. Cause I always feel weird walking into Diamond City with my shotgun yeah. out. Yeah, not just that, but like when I have my hand on the mouse, sometimes I ac- accidentally click the shoot button. I haven't so done if, that. if I'm wandering around in town and I accidentally like put my finger too heavy on the on the shoot button, I fire fire off around. Heavy, heavy trigger finger. Yeah, exactly. I, shooting I don't, at Diamond I don't, City Police. Yeah, I don't want to shoot at someone, anyone in Diamond that. City. No. And then get beat with nightsticks. <laughs> so... Take out the good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so. So thanks, Tito. Um, yeah, Fallout. I can talk about it for another. <laughs> I got to play too. more Power. so I can talk about it more. Same Damn here. it. I yeah. discovered something. Uh-oh. Here we go. And I wanted to do something about it, but I couldn't. Uh-oh. Why, you guys too big of a pansy? No, the game just doesn't let me. Oh. It gives me this information that I uncovered and, you know, it didn't call attention to itself. And I was all excited <laughs> thinking it would lead me somewhere interesting, but it just didn't. Hmm. I feel like you hate this game deep Incomplete. down. I have a lot of problems with it. I don't think Corey likes open world games anymore. <laughs> I don't think. Which is I'm why I to... said that I thought he was going to find it boring. I'm starting to think you're right, Dan. Cause you and it kind of scares me. You didn't like The Witcher. You don't like Fallout. Did you, I do. I do like Fallout. That's not fair. Right. I well, I, I like Fallout quite a bit. But you like Metal Gear? Metal Gear? Yeah, but like only for the six hours I played it. <laughs> Eight hours, maybe. I don't think Corey likes open world games anymore. I get it, Corey. Corey hates games. They're too bloated. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fallout Four is a better example of that, though, because what what. Fallout and Bethesda does that, uh, or doesn't do, I should say, that Ubisoft does. Ubisoft? No. Watchtowers. Oh. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And Ubisoft. Yeah. Like, arbitrary objectives. You know, like, 
collect all the shards. Yeah. You know, like, it's just stupid and pointless and yeah, but, a waste of time. But the Whereas in head. Fallout, it's, like, quests, like, objectives that have... See, it depends on the game for me, I guess. <laughs> I don't like the collectibles necessarily in Assassin's Creed, but I like them in Far Cry. Yeah. The collectible? Same game. Same game, different skin. <laughs> it is kind of. Oh, one, yeah. One's first person, one's third person. And you climb towers <laughs> and, like, open stuff up yeah. and, like, yeah, there's... And the collectibles in Fallout actually give you a bonus to your character. Yeah, like the bobbleheads. Yeah, I fucking yeah. Love there, those. There's there's incentive, and a lot of times they are in interesting places. You know, it's not just like the shards in Dragon Age was just. Oh. And I, but I felt like I had to do it because yeah. of the way my brain works. You know, that's why it took me ni- oh, ninety two hours to be Dragon Age. It took me one hundred and fifteen. I'll have more than that in Fallout by the time I'm done with it. There's Whenever no I find a bobblehead, I get so excited. Yeah, I love Same the bobbleheads. I love that you can you put them your in your display? little stand. Of course, the comic books it's too. Fantastic! I haven't wait, wait, wait. What? I haven't gotten. I haven't built a comic book you stand. Comic yeah. There's a comic book stand. Yeah. No, just the comic collecting them. Just seeing. Oh yeah, I have. There is a comic book stand though. Oh, there is. Yeah, like a shelf you can put them on, like the bobbleheads. I'm pretty sure. Nice. I haven't built that yet. I need to do that. But. <clears throat> good stuff oh yeah anyway what's our topic next week i don't think we have one yet fallout <laughs> fallout for Revisited. two what's coming out um siege 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 and just, just cause. cause not just cause um yeah i don't we'll talk about it yeah i was gonna say syndicate but i don't know if i'll have time to play it I yeah, like I said, I won't be able to play games till Monday at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow I'm playing Fallout. That's what I like. Oh no, Will and I are playing Siege, <laughs> and then Fallout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, next week we should go be back at uh, Thursday recording. We recorded a few days early um, because I remembered. I think it was this weekend. Yeah. That this upcoming that Thursday is Thanksgiving. I just don't think that far ahead, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Back to Wednesday, Thursday. Topic TBD, as usual. We'll probably let you know Monday or Tuesday when we finally decide what the topic's going to be. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it, for, do it for episode 227 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.